0: Thousands of years ago, in the most ancient of dojos, the most delicious sandwich in the world entered our realm. The only problem is, if you eat it wrong, you die. Huh? Fortunately, man discovered the correct way to eat it, with cut off jean shorts and the proper haircut. The Sandwich! Oh, come on down to Daekwondo Pizza and Subs. And remember, eat it right or you die. One death sandwich. Yeah, yeah. But remember, if you don't eat it right,
1: you die. Yeah, yeah, wear are and jean shorts. We got it. Episode 20. Dude, you know what we should do? What? We should write a hit
2: song. Dude. We should totally write a hit song.
0: Yeah, we should. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: okay, check it out. Just do what I do and watch the hit song come a-rolling in.
0: Okay. There's already like 7 million podcasts Talking about pop culture and all that Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat But it's all been done before and we don't want to be a copycat We're the leftovers picking up the scraps Dropped by the cool kids it,
1: it, It's a trap!
0: Good to toss it, good to taste it, do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over counterculture, pushovers, pop culture. Leftovers. And for the uncool kids. What's to say already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture
2: leftovers. One. Hey, welcome to, we got you saying that. Hey, welcome to pop culture leftovers. Hey guys. Uh, we are still having internet issues. It's we're an hour in. We've been trying to record for the last
3: we, hour. We've been trying to record off of uh
2: dial up internet. So I mean <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> I've been using my uh fourteen what is it, fourteen point four bod modem.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we're still on AOL. Yeah, we're using <laughs> 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 That's terrible. Anyway, I'm Brian. I'm Dan. I'm Jason. I'm Jake. And my internet's
2: slow and this <laughs> is the pop culture leftovers.
0: leftovers.
2: <laughs> All right. Leftover internet. Wow. Gosh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> I'm maybe I shouldn't steal it from my neighbors. Maybe I should <laughs> maybe I should start paying for it. <laughs> oh, you probably are. Oh man. Okay, so yeah, hey, welcome back. Uh, last week's show kind of sucked, so we're gonna try to make it up to you this week. But it's not looking good so far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to be old for two here. Yeah, we're gonna try. We're gonna. I think we're gonna do all right this week. Um, hey, uh, if you want to check out our website, go to www.popcultureleftovers.com, And while you're there, you can read some comic reviews and movie reviews by David Griffin and Lauren Cates. And then, if you want to write for the site, send an email. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to write for the site, you can send an email to our head writer, David David Griffin, <laughs> at, at, at domesticateddave at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> Massive
1: opportunities for our listeners.
2: No, but really, we want. If you want to write for the site, if you have a voice and you want to be heard, um, you know, uh, send an email to.
3: <laughs> <laughs> can't even do it. I can't do it. Do it. <laughs> All right, next segment. <laughs> hey guys, also uh, check out our
2: friend Sean Hamilton's art over at creatingstudios.com. dot com. It's pretty awesome. It's incredible, and we may just have a contest in the next uh, few weeks to win a piece of his art. So if you yeah. want to see, yeah, So if you want to see what his art looks like, go to Create dot com, or just do a search for uh, Create Ink Studios uh Sean Hamilton, uh that's S E A N and his artwork is fantastic. It's wicked. Uh he said he was working on a new logo or a new like uh picture design for us just to let us see what he's got. Am I in this one though? No. Damn it. Yeah.
3: (laughs) 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 We'll use your old one. (laughs) They're just gonna photoshop my old one into the new one. (laughs) (laughs) Photoshop your old Wolverine with the new art. I'm done being Wolverine after that movie. (laughs) Can I change my
2: Whatever. Mind? You said Wolverine's your favorite character just because I gave it a toss-it. Now you don't like it. You got two people that reason. like it on the podcast. You got Jake and Jay. They I gave it a like taste-it.
1: I still like them. I stand by my taste-it.
2: There you go. Yay. Uh Speaking of cool art uh, to check out, what about those DC lenticular covers that came out this past week? Oh, very nice looking. They were cool. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of gimmick covers, but I mean, these are pretty badass looking.
1: Yeah. I was very cynical about them in the previews. But- sure. Thought a lot better of him when I saw him in person.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just... I don't like how DC went about doing it and saying, oh, you know, we didn't have enough... For all of our retailers, which like created like this internet frenzy of people like having to get them. Have you guys been to eBay? They're already yeah. selling unreal prices. Well, I'm not even talking about that. Like you're talking about the Forever Evil cover. No,
3: just uh, if e- you yeah, buy, like the set. Oh, yeah. in general. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, sure. But
2: I'm talking about like the Harley Quinn cover and the Riddler cover. Oh, some for of these next covers week, that yeah. Haven't even come out. Yeah. you can you can like buy them on eBay now. They're charging like $20, 25 bucks wow. for a comic that hasn't even come out. They could go to the store and get. They're, yeah. they're claiming that it's already sold. Sold out. Wow.
3: No, no, no. Midtown way. Midtown does have. Well, I
2: mean it is sold out. All the retailers that are going to get it have have they've gotten it. Pre-sold yeah. the You know, like they don't have any more that they can that they can ship. Yeah. But the thing is like you could still go to your store and get them.
4: Right. right. Okay. Yeah.
2: You know, it's like unless like your store has so many subscribers that mm-hmm. have like snatched them all up right. and there's none left for like the regular traffic. Yeah. That wasn't the case at my comic book store. So but I don't know. I, and th- I also didn't like the fact that the writers and artists are not getting any recognition for the books. Uh, not- that was a big complaint of mine, too. You can't tell who's doing anything on Nothing. the books. Nothing. Nothing. Some of them you, you don't want to know because that Joker book was fucking horrible. Was it? Yeah. So yeah, I can see awful. why you wouldn't want to be associated with that. But the Dark Side book was actually really good. Yeah, the Joker book was really disappointing. It drew it and I know. Dark- um, And they aren't even listed on the front of the 2D covers either. Wow. Hmm. Uh, and then I was telling Jake that I heard some horror stories about uh you know uh collectors leaving them in their cars while it 's mm-hmm. on a hot summer day, and then the cover's
1: melting. They were actually in my car when you were telling me that story. Uh-huh. <laughs> I kind of figured I was like, I know Jake, I bet those things fucking sign. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. just cracked for his cup, <laughs> yeah, just cracked <laughs> I wrapped him up in a heating pad and put him in my back seat. right. <laughs> um so uh actually if you want to stay tuned to the
2: podcast we're going to be having a segment called uh it's a segment that i recorded called tales from the comic shop it's about my uh, search where i call my search for these uh, lenticular covers here uh so you know stick around after the podcast and listen to that guys we were we were gonna do oh jake no apparently jake has something important (laughs) to say i was just gonna ask you no mr important pants yes mr important pants what would you like to say
1: I just wanted to see what your favorite one of the week was of all the 3D covers. I really liked the Two Face. Oh,
2: Two Face was really good. Um, I liked probably my favorite was the either the Joker or the Dark Side because, like the Joker one, when you tilted it, like the the um, the teeth that he had, they you know went up and down, chattered. I love they the way chattered. His time yeah,
1: I moved too. That was really cool. Did
2: you notice on the? Um, 3D cover and the 2D cover of the Joker that he switched hands of which one he was holding the, the teeth in and which one he was holding the gun. I hadn't seen the uh, 2D cover. Yeah, they switched. Like like the, the, the gun and the teeth mm-hmm. went in the opposite hand. Are there little differences between all the 2D and 3D covers? Uh, yeah, the 2Ds are 2D and the 3Ds are 3D. <laughs>
4: <laughs> What's this post-converted? Oh, yeah, is, post- right? is
2: that post-converted <laughs> 3D? <laughs> Hi, hey Max. Uh, guys, we were going to do a uh, Battle of the Atom, but I don't think we're going to have enough time to do it this this week. Did Did you guys want to maybe, I don't know, we'll talk about it after the podcast. Maybe we can have a bonus episode or something later on, middle of the week or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah,
1: we could get more issues under the belt and yeah. do it then.
2: Yeah, we're going to do a uh, Battle of the Atom like, uh, series. kind of like I think we'll do it weekly as they come out, but we might have to start that next week. Yeah, you guys should definitely be reading that. It's awesome. I'm definitely reading it. Um, hey, Jake, you had some Batwoman news, some DC comic news.
1: Yeah, um, J.H. Williams and um, W. Hayden Black- Blackman both quit Batwoman this week. Um, a couple months ago, they had had the Batwoman engaged to another female character, and apparently they had to fight to do that. But when they wanted to marry the two characters, um, DC came out and said that they do not allow any of their characters to get married right now that it had nothing to do with any kind of anti-gay rights or anything like that that they just don't want any of their characters married i'm trying to pull up the uh what ditto said about it that's such a yeah. bullshit answer yeah okay
2: i mean like I, marvel did it with kyle and Northstar. i don't see the big deal If the creators, like, the the people writing the books, Mm -hmm. they want to have this done. Like, if you don't know, Batwoman is a lesbian. Right. right? I don't see if it's a big problem that she gets married in the comic book, as long as they're not trying to do it to solve issues.
3: Right.
1: Yeah, listen, this is the statement from DC. Heroes shouldn't have happy personal lives. They are committed to being that person and committed to defending others. At the sacrifice of their own personal interest. Well, I guess very important and something we reinforce. Now I don't see how getting married makes your life so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. Look at a lot of the couples out there. I know, exactly. So but I don't know, it's 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 crazy. And then in a big PR move, in my opinion, they've hired an openly gay writer to replace the two. Yeah. Starting right away. Way to go, DC. (laughs)
2: <laughs> they do some stupid, stupid things over there. Like, even like the wasn't villain month supposed to be uh, the WTF month, what the fuck month? Right. Yeah. That's what they I, were going to put WTF on the front of their comic book stand. Mm-hmm. It was going to be called What the Fuck Month. Like we we're trying to market these to kids in a way, right? And you want your big, you want and big letters on front of the WTF. as a gimmick. What the fuck? WTF? Yeah. Stupid. D- DC is just. I don't know. They've got more misses than they do hits right now, unfortunately. Yeah.
1: And that's not the only stupid thing they've done this week. There's the the Harley Quinn story, too. Yeah. Um, right.
2: DC announced that they're looking for regular artists out there to draw a page of the new Harley Quinn ongoing comic debuting in November. Uh, this is for the Harley Quinn Zero issue. Um, the compromi- The comic is being compromised The different artists. Uh, Amanda Connor, Darwin Cook, Sam Keith, Tony S. Daniel, Paul Pope. Uh, one of Jay's favorites, uh, yes. Walter Simonson, who I like as well, Art, Art Balthazar, and uh, possibly you. So you, if you are an artist, you have the chance to submit a page. Uh, now, the book is written by Jimmy Palmiotti and his wife, Amanda Connor. Uh, the judges for the contest will be Jim Lee uh, and Dan DiDio. The page is, is going to be made up of four panels. Uh, here are the descriptions for each panel. Now, get a load of this. Uh, Panel one: Harley is on top of a building, holding a large detached cellular uh, cell phone tower. Okay, I'm going to start this over. Harley is on top of a building, holding a large detached cell phone tower in her hands, as lightning is striking just about everywhere except her tower. She is looking at us like she cannot believe what she is doing, beside herself, not happy. (laughs) Panel two. Harley is sitting in an alligator pond on a little island with a suit of raw chicken on, rolling her eyes once again. She cannot believe where she has found herself. We see the alligators ignoring her. Panel 3. Harley is sitting in an open whale mouth, tickling the inside of the whale's mouth with a feather. She is ecstatic and happy, like this is the most fun ever. So basically, uh, okay, out of these for- three panels, they're, they're, okay, first of all, she's going to be DC's Deadpool is what I'm getting out of it. Right. Okay, panel four. Harley, this is the controversial one. Harley's sitting naked in a bathtub with toasters, blow dryers, blenders, appliances all dangling above the bathtub, and she has a cord that will release them all. We are, watch- we are watching the moment before the inevitable death. Her expression is one of, oh, well, guess that's it for me. And she has resigned herself to the moment that is going to happen. <laughs> now, I just want to say, I, this is really thoughtful of DC to want their fans to draw a page uh, full of suicidal Harley Quinns uh, right. days before National Suicide Prevention Week. I was just going to bring that up.
1: Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. So wow,
2: September 8th through 14th is National Suicide Prevention Week. <laughs> Way to go, DC
3: way that to go terrible nice that is terrible nice. <laughs> what the fuck i have no there's your wtf right there <laughs> yeah
2: i have out. no problem with her like you know being kind of like i guess they deadpool if right. they, they want to lighten things up a little bit but making everything suicidal and shit especially and wanting artists yeah. to draw this a week before
1: national
3: they want a,
2: suicide prevention
1: they week. want
3: a lot of submissions to see you know submissions to see that like it's
1: it's really Why gross. And the fact that, that she's naked and suicidal, it's, I mean, who are they appealing to here? Yeah. Fucking goofballs. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I don't understand who who the hell's in charge over there, even. who Who is in charge of DC right now? Um, Anybody know that?
1: The Joker. The Joker, yeah. <laughs> sounds like it, man. Right?
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, they just... Uh, one thing after another with them. You know, it, it's so hard to stick with them. You know, I love the characters and everything, but the the moves they're making just seems so out of touch of what fans are wanting, you know, from DC. So
2: but I do think it's cool that they're letting people like submit their art and maybe get a chance to break into the yeah. industry yeah. and get noticed. So yeah. that's cool.
3: Yeah. That is a cool move, yeah. Like when you said that, my little sister's uh, uh she's getting ready to go to college for art. Right. So it popped in my mind like, hey, you know, I'm going to let her know about this. Absolutely. But now it's like She's, oh, a, she's only could 17. Draw, draw a great
1: yeah. naked Harley in the bathroom. Right. Like, I'm first. not even
3: going to say anything now. It's like, what the? But if you do want to submit your
2: art to DC, just go to dccomics.com for details, or you can go to our Facebook page. We'll post a link after the podcast is uploaded. It's not like we're supporting this, but if you are an artist and you do yeah. want to. I like know. to see
3: independent things. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if you guys heard about this, but Radar Online reported Jack Nicholson retired from acting.
4: Yeah, I saw that. And
2: two hours later, the playlist reports that apparently the radar is full of shit and that he isn't (laughs) retiring. The report said he was retiring due to memory loss and not being able to remember his lines. uh, (laughs) Yeah, right. Sounds (laughs) like an athlete. The playlist, which is another website, then reported that the 76 year old actor is in fine health and has no plans of retiring. What the
3: fuck? (laughs) <laughs> who's in charge over there somebody from dc apparently <laughs> the joker
2: the joker well jack nicholson
3: was a joker <laughs> and it all Uh-oh. comes back around yeah we're tying all uh-huh. this together here dan you
2: got some <laughs> tv news for us this week man
3: i do um you know how everybody knows I'm a huge Netflix junkie. Uh, yeah, I, I I wear Netflix T-shirts all the time. Right, Support on the I pay my monthly dues, but um, you know I, I'm a big fan of their original. Com- you know their original shows. And this week, or actually last week, we found out about uh, a new show called Derek. Did you guys hear about this at all? Uh-uh. No. Uh Ricky Gervais uh, a new show. Uh, I did see something about that. I didn't read it.
2: It's
0: the a article. British
3: television comedy drama written, directed and starring Ricky. Um the series will be available for streaming on Netflix uh this Thursday the 12th of September. Uh Gervais plays a 49-year-old Derek. Uh, he, <laughs> this is what gets funny. A care worker in a home for the elderly uh who has worked there for 3 years. Uh he likes watching reality television shows um and game shows, and is interested in celebrities' uh, fame and YouTube. Uh, He is kind, helpful, and selfless with good intentions. Uh, He (laughs) is vulnerable because of his childlike um, lack of intelligence. Uh, He is ridiculed and ostracized as well as being... um, He's being mainstreamed uh, by society because of his social awkwardness, unattractiveness, and lack of inhibitions. Hey, Jake, it sounds like you, buddy. <laughs> uh, A little Derek says, "Fucking with you, dude." <laughs> Derek says it's more important to be kind than to be clever or go- or, or good looking. Uh, many media sources describe his, him as autistic, although Gervais himself has always stated that Derek is not mentally disabled. Um, this this is supposed to be like a, a, a kind of like an office documentary, a mockumentary, where they they, they carry a camera around and film you. Um, this actually in in Britain um, debuted last year on one of their uh, channels, BBC. Uh, no, it was one of their uh-huh. local channels there. But anyway, uh-huh. they only it only got four episodes in, um, and then the the network wanted more, uh-huh. so they debuted again in January of this year, uh, and then halted, and then Netflix picked picked it up for this. Uh, September, So you're going to see, I think it's 10 episodes, I want to say. I didn't get that 100%. Right. uh, Another Netflix original is what they're calling it, even though this tried. uh, Are
2: they going to replay the original season, or is this this all new content?
3: All new. Okay. I don't know if you need to know backstory, but from what I've read and researched on this, this is kind of like a reboot. Right. Rebooting its own self, you know what I mean, for Netflix. Okay, I get it. Okay, this is
2: like what happened with Wilfred. Wilfred actually was a uh, a show in Australia mm. before it came here, yeah. and uh, I remember like watching it not from like the first episode, but mm. like watching it and like, why is this guy talking to a dog in a suit? Right. This is weird. Yeah, and then it came here. They actually liked the actor that played Wilfred so much they used the same guy okay. from the Australian.
3: Yeah, because per- I mean we've seen this with Gervais obviously yeah. with The Office. Right, a totally different. Um, yeah. You know, it was the same concept with different characters and all that. But this is supposed to have everybody from the original show. Right. Um, I'm going to check it out. I, I give everything. I check everything out. That's on Netflix original. I'm not saying it's going to be the best show on Netflix, yeah. but he's fine. I heard I heard Hemlock Grove got more like views than House of
2: Cards when it first came out because oh, of like
3: a ridge like, origi- like but at, then at, it, off the but bat then
2: it like trailed off. Right. Did you ever finish that? Hamlet Grove? No. No. I gave it
3: three or four episodes. No. Yeah.
2: But it's like, that's the thing. is like Netflix doesn't release their numbers. They never let anybody know how a show's really doing.
3: Yeah. Until Oscar season, you know, and then. Well, but even
2: then you don't know like how many subscribers or how many views these shows have gotten. They never release that information. Yeah. That's what makes Netflix so different. So it's like hard to gauge like, is it a success like critically? Yeah. We know that. Yeah. Or is it access like to the masses? Like, right. do people are people watching it? We don't uh, know.
3: You know, and after like Orange is the New Black, because that's the last Netflix series we saw. Right, I was wondering what direction they were going to go, and then obviously we get news of this show. Yeah, um, and you know, House of Cards season two season next two. year, Orange and Black, and rest Development Black, season five. five right, um, I think that they need to stick with those first, and and really, you know, get their. I, I don't. I, I just don't see Netflix really needing anything right now because there's so many people that subscribe. They've always
2: got to be thinking ahead, Dan. Yeah. They've
3: always got to be. If
2: they, if they're just content with what they have now, they'll,
0: they'll they're, they're going to turn yeah. into
2: NBC, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I. Did you have any more news along that
3: line? Uh, just a couple more show, um, news. Um, Alex uh, Kurtzman and uh, Roberto Orsi from. Uh, we well, all know from star Trek, the Bob new, Orsi. He, yeah. he wrote, he was a writer of the star Trek, Right. Uh, they're, the new, the new uh, movies. they created
1: fringe too. Right? Yeah.
3: They're in development for a new apocalypse type show for CBS. Uh, the new drama series entitled salvation, um, from the two, the show, which, uh, the pair will executive produce is set months before a looming apocalypse and follows a variety of characters as they grapple with impending doom and aim to keep the human race alive. Um, I think with the with the recent success of zombie type and end of days type shows that this is going to fit right in with what people want right now. Um, I've really enjoyed, um, you know, obviously The Walking Dead. um, Under the Dome has become a very um, popular show. God, I love it. I love. Isn't there only one episode? Two two episodes episodes left left this season. But with CBS and these two guys, I mean their reputation and obviously what CBS is trying to do right now um i really enjoy the drama type shows with the end of times types and just don't let your girlfriend know about them because you'll never get to watch them again <laughs> I know. i'll have to stop them right now and watch seven episodes and then our tv guy can't watch tv now that's great <laughs> just one show just, just one, one show. show i did catch honey boo boo though so that was good <laughs> Oh thank god. I know. <laughs> um, uh, Westworld um I I wasn't familiar with this back in the 70s um but they're going to remake this yeah. show on HBO. Right. Uh The Dark Knight rises co-writer Jonathan Nolan and J.J. Abrams, uh, we all know who he is, are teaming well, Jonathan
2: up. Jonathan Nolan isn't that that's Christopher
3: Nolan's brother. brother right. Yeah. yeah. Uh they're teaming up to turn this property into a TV series for HBO to be uh produced by Abrams uh Bad Robot Productions. Uh a little bit about the show it's a a, a robot malfunctions. Uh, malfunction creates havoc and terror for unsuspecting uh, vacationers at a futuristic adult-themed amusement park. Um, a pilot has been ordered, and that's all I've heard. Wow, I'm hooked yeah. right now. I know. That sounds- I heard amusement park and Adult uh, adult-themed <laughs> amusement park. <laughs> you, <laughs> are, you should see the tr- – the, the. Hi, my interest is peaked. Right, you No, <laughs> seriously,
2: that's, I've never heard of anything like that I know, in it's TV. Crazy. That is but crazy. It's,
3: it's very uh, cent- centered around AI, uh, artificial intelligence. And this is on ABC Family? No, this is gonna be on HBO. I'm fucking with you, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, they have the '70s show. You never know. Um, But no, this is uh, pilot's been ordered. Um, The poster from back in the '70s is really cool. It's like a guy Uh taking his face off, and then all you see is like electronics and stuff. Right. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm pretty interested to see that. That might be, you know, with I don't have HBO right now, but. i'd be very interested in getting it for this show yeah especially with abrams and
2: S- nolan you know speaking of hbo guess what comes back here in the next couple of weeks what's that eastbound and down oh yeah it is I think It's
3: september it's like 24th or something or third or some shit oh, yeah. dude i can't wait i know i've been i'm all about anytime it. anytime i hear the word powers
2: yeah the first trailer's been released i haven't seen it yet though i haven't either. yeah um Cynthia Adai Robinson from Spartacus. She has been cast as Amanda Waller for Arrow season two. Oh yeah? Huh. Yeah. Cool. She's gonna be the leader of Argus, the advanced research uh advanced research group uniting superhumans. Um so this means we could see st- Steve Trevor. Right um and if uh the Flash series takes off, uh we could see a Wonder Woman series. I'm guessing. Hmm. I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, if the Flash series takes off, they might want to go with uh, introducing you know, uh, Steve Trevor into this universe because he, he does work for Argus, uh, and, and then I think we could eventually see that Wonder Woman series That'd that they've be been cool. wanting to do, uh, but that's only a guess. Uh, I don't know. Are you guys familiar with Amanda Waller in the comics? No. She was head of uh, Checkmate. Right. And the Suicide Squad. She she has she's that's where I've been exposed to her. Um, right, she's an interesting right. character. She's almost like, like Nick like Nick Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, although you just can't quite trust her. Um, I was reading her in Suicide Squad. Uh, and then what's cool is like we did see members of the Suicide Squad in uh, Arrow last yeah. season with Deadshot. Oh, yeah, um, you know, and I like the addition of this character of the cast. I think she'll add some mystery and intrigue to the show, uh, and uh, it just I just hope that the actress can nail this character because she is really cool. Y- you never can get a handle on Amanda Waller. You never know if you can trust her, if she's good, if she's bad. She's just a really interesting character. Um, so I think it'll be I think it'll be cool to see and then I, it'd be awesome if they introduced the suicide squad in some capacity.
4: Oh yeah, I hope so. I mean, it's about time for him to have some, uh, you know, higher end villains on that series. So that'd be cool as hell.
2: Well, I mean, villains that he might be forced to work with, too, if they are doing it the route of the Suicide Squad. If if you're not familiar with the Suicide Squad, basically, it's like these are villains that have been, you know, apprehended. And what they do is they put a nanobomb in their neck and they send them out on these missions. And if they don't. If they veer away from the mission and try to do something, you know, villainous, uh, Amanda Waller will give the, uh, you know, she'll tell them to go ahead and set off the nanobomb and it blows them up.
3: Sounds like death right. race.
2: So they're the suicide squad. So yeah. they're using villains to do, you know, uh, missions for, for the better good. Right. So it, it's cool. I think I think Arrow uh, season two and going into season three, even they could do some a lot of cool things with the story and evolve this.
4: Yeah, I I hope so. I I, I was kind of iffy on season one, but from what I've seen of season two, I think I'm going to start following it again, maybe check out what I didn't see from season one. It sounds like it's going to be a broader kind of bigger picture kind of deal, which I I think
2: it needs. Well, and then we're going to see we're going to see, you know, uh, Barry Allen uh, in in at least three episodes this season. So it's going to like it's going to expand into another show with the Flash, possibly.
1: Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Comic, those will be the first episodes I check out. I'm excited to see that. Um, Jay, did you get
2: a chance to watch On Cinema, at the cinema, with Tim Heidecker this week? No, I didn't. Oh, mm. oh you're missing out, man. I know. Um, I know. <laughs> it's great. It stars Tim Heidecker of Tim and Eric's awesome show, and then Tom goes to the mayor, uh, which I watched both of those shows. They're great. Uh, hilarious. Yes. It's a different kind of comedy. It, not everybody has a taste for it, but I love it. Um now Tim Heidecker uh Tim Heidecker this is minus Eric Wareheim so this is just Tim uh, and he, what he does is he reviews movies um and it's pretty much it's it's less about the movies and more about Tim getting pissed off at his co- co-host Greg, Tur- <laughs> Greg, Greg Turkington so um they they have a, a, it's a really uneasy relationship on the show it, it's really funny um, half the time Tim admits that he didn't even watch the movie at all. <laughs> <laughs> and then Greg is kind of upset at that because he's like a like, you know, couple of us. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Oh, I, exactly. It sounds like you, Dan.
3: Right. <laughs> all of us. One have, damn movie. I didn't even totally remember. Two, what, two movies. What, what movie? Two movies. What?
2: Deuce. There was, uh, first off there was, uh,
3: you didn't see after the purge. Earth. That wasn't my fault. The purge and after earth. Oh, After Earth is my fault, but The Purge wasn't. I refuse to watch After Earth. <laughs> not The Purge. I still want to see that. After Earth. I don't Earth. care if our listeners care about my input.
2: No. No. I'm not it.
3: No. That's, that's, that's when I call Brian to tell him this news is exactly how I sound. Well, no, no. I get this. I get this little. He gets I, a text twenty minutes text before the show,
2: and I don't know how you do it, but the t- the font's even tinier. Like you're scared <laughs> of me.
3: It's an italic too.
2: Hey, Brian, I didn't get a chance to watch After Earth,
3: and then fun, like fun. then you you turn your phone off and <laughs> throw it in the corner. I break it. <laughs> that way. That's one of them disposable phones. I just break it and throw it away. Like <laughs> Brian hates me. <laughs> Uh, no, it's
2: awesome. like in the early days of the show, we were all like serious. We still are. We are serious about the Super show, serious. but but I mean, you know, it's like we, I wanted you to watch it after Earth. you didn't do it. It was like Dan put his foot down. I'm
3: not. No, I'm not watching it. I might check it out when. What did you say? Red box. When red box. Yeah. When it hits red I don't even know if it's red box worthy. They might not even carry it in there.
4: <laughs> Garbage. Yeah.
3: It might go straight to like ABC Family. Like like
2: like you select it and then like right before it gives it to you, it goes. We thought you might like this instead.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And they give you something else. It gives you another Will Smith movie, though, at least.
2: (laughs) It gives you The Princess Bride every time. Because nobody nobody can say they don't like that movie. I'll take it. I'll take it. I would take take it. If if I run it after Earth and they gave me The Princess Bride, I
3: wouldn't be pissed. I would just go like this. Hmm. Just go home and watch it. (laughs) I actually own that movie, so I really wouldn't... But no, you don't need <laughs> back to uh, on cinema
2: at the cinema, Tim with, with Tim. <laughs> back Heidecker. to you, Brian. <laughs> back to me. Uh, but I mean, uh, it's really funny. I watched the uh, Kickass Two review, Elysium, Smurfs. It's hilarious. Um, t- Tim was talking about how comedian Jonathan Winters' last performance was Smurfs Two, and how the and how the Academy should make up an award to give the late Jonathan Winters for that movie. They should just <laughs> oh make God. up an award to give it to him but it it was tasteful and it was funny. Yeah, right. They weren't, you know, yeah. poking fun at his yeah. at his death. It, it was just it was tasteful and it was pretty funny. But check it out, it's only on uh adultswim.com. You can't watch it on on Adult Swim, but okay. it's on Cinema at the Cinema with Tim Heidecker. Yeah. If you like Tim and Eric and if you like Tom goes yeah. to the mayor, you'll definitely want to check this out.
3: Oh, um, cool. um some yeah. other uh news yes. for TV. Um everybody knows this month is uh, premiere month to television shows uh, oh yeah shield coming up september shield, 24th september 24th yeah. uh, along with a lot of shows um, i didn't want to waste too much time here but we do i just wanted to say a couple shows that are getting ready to premiere um actually uh tosh.0 already premiered last week um if you don't watch that show definitely get on that i've um, got it on my DVR. i haven't watched it yet. uh family guy and simpsons return on the 29th um american dad as well uh eastbound and down is the 29th of september this is the season where they're going to have the family the guys crossover. simpsons crossover
2: yeah, this is episode. it so
3: we've already heard about the um, i'm hoping that it's uh that
2: that i already the know the Griffins go travel. to springfield they do thank god the
3: griffins are on vacation they happen to stumble upon springfield i want to see barney look at peter
2: and be like oh my god this guy's pathetic like Barney is like <laughs> yeah. the town drunk. Yeah.
3: I want Barney to be like, oh my. But from what I've heard, what from what I've read is Peter and Homer established a relationship built around beer. Oh, wow. And it turns into a beer, beer off. But I don't know. This is just rumor at this point. Um, but another, another show I wanted to re- uh, tell everybody, October 13th, comic book men comes back. Okay. Oh, cool. um, that is going to be the same night as the walking dead. Okay. So and they're still doing half-hour episodes, uh, from what I know, yeah. with the Talking Dead as well. Um, oh.
2: Most comic book readers don't like comic book men. I, dude, I love that yeah, show. I'm like not
3: even a really a comic book reader, but I, see,
2: but I'm. I know you don't, Jake. But see, like I'm a big. I was a big fan of like, uh, Tell Him Steve Dave, Walt Flanagan, and Brian Johnson yeah. before the show even. You were telling me about that
3: months ago, right? Yeah, before I even watched the show. Right. Yeah. So
2: I've been a big fan of Tell Him Steve Dave for a long time.
3: Yeah. Um, another show it's getting ready to premiere around the corner, Sleepy Hollow. Are you guys going to check that out? I am. Yeah, yes. Yeah. That is September 16th. That is on a uh, Monday night. Okay. Um, along with. September uh, 16th on a Monday? It is. Okay, cool. Um, the week after that, How I Met Your Mother, for anybody who cares, along with Two Broke Girls. I, I do. know that you're. A, I love Two Broke yeah, Girls. Hilarious. That's why I wanted to bring that up. Just a couple more. Like I said, I'm not going to waste too much on this. Brooklyn Nine Nine. I don't know if anybody's going to check that out. September. Yeah,
2: with uh, Sandberg. Yeah, September uh,
3: seventeenth is that along with New Girl that same night.
2: Love New Girl. Yeah,
3: Um, and that's uh, Agents of Shield is going to be on a Tuesday nights uh, starting the twenty fourth. Yep, and I think we're
2: going to have a bonus episode that week for that show. For that show. Uh,
3: Anybody into Supernatural?
2: That doesn't come back until October eighth. I haven't gotten yeah. into Supernatural because it's, it's daunting. I mean, they're
3: at, I think, like nine seasons now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this has already come and gone, but Always Sunny and The League have already premiered on the new... I got them. Yeah, uh, FXX. FXX. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I know, Jake, you'll love this. Uh, Survivor comes back September 18th. I'm going to watch oh, yeah. that, too. Revolution.
2: Yes, that's my
3: show. September I love it. September 25th. If you stuck
2: with that show, it got better. Like it, it it really at the beginning of the sh- at the beginning of the series, I think like the Hunger Games came out and they're like, oh, we're going to make it about this girl. Yeah. This is like right after the Hunger Games, like, oh, we're going to make it about this girl and her journey. And right. as the season went on, they figured out, oh, my gosh, her uncle character, the character of Miles is way more interesting. Yeah. And they started to focus around him more. And mm-hmm. the show got so much better. Really?
3: This is actually going to premiere on Wednesdays now. Oh, okay. It was on, I believe, a Monday's. It before. was on Mondays. Yeah.
2: Mondays, yeah.
1: Yep.
3: Uh, just a couple more. Modern Family, September 25th. South Park, September 25th as well. Arrow, October 9th. Uh, that's going to be a Wednesday as well. Uh, and then we all know Big Bang Theory, September 26th on Thursdays. Park and Rec, same night. Two and a half men. Glee, Grey's Anatomy, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but that pretty much rounds it Who, out. Who's in blah, blah, blah? Uh, blah Blah.
2: <laughs> okay. She stu- she I thought started. it was the new Blah 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 movie. It is the new With blah, uh, blah,
3: Scott Bayo right. from Arrested Development. Right. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland is October
1: 10th. And Once Upon a Time Season 3 is September 29th.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, also in uh, TV news,
2: HBO's True Blood is ending in 2014 with Season 7. Oh, Wow. Mm. Um, I'm going to go on the record and say that last season, season si- season six was phenomenal. Uh, it was a lot better than seasons four and five. I love seasons one, two, and three, but seasons four and five, uh, those seasons, they really suffered from too many things going on. Yeah. Uh, too many story arcs. Um,
3: well, the question I have for you since you are a true sure. fan is, are you happy with this announcement?
2: Yes. Okay. Yes. It, it does need to end. It, it needs to wrap up. Um, you know, Basically, um, let's see here. I, I think it got a little too busy in seasons four and five. They cleaned it up in six. Mm-hmm. But I think I just want to see like where these characters go now in season seven and have it end. Just have it end. Yeah. I, I want to know... You know, I want to figure out, like, what uh, happens to Sookie, uh, if she's going to end up with anybody, if she's going to survive this thing, if she's going to live, you know, what happens to the vampires overall. Um, But uh, back to what I was uh, what I was saying, um, the characters of Bonton were really popular. uh, And so fans wanted to see more of them. Uh, there were, like, minor characters like Holt and Arlene and then Lafayette. Uh, so right. what they did was they gave them their own story arcs, and what we got was a really busy clusterfuck of too many stories going on at the same time. So after season five, Alan Ball passed the show to Brian Buckner, who was already working on the show, and he really cleaned up season six, and then he made the vampire story the prominent story again, and, and, I, and it was really good because of that. Uh, I think it got a little too messy with like the with like the shapeshifters and and then the wolves and then you had you had uh, these other st- side stories and things like that that were going on with other characters and it was just way too much going on all at once. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Buckner said that we can expect more of the vampires in season seven. Uh, he told the Hollywood Reporter that relationships between vampires and humans will take center stage once again. Um, so I, I think that's encouraging. Um, and I personally, I can't wait for season seven to start up. Uh, and I want to get some reactions from the other characters, uh, about a really important event that happened at the end of season six. I'm not going to spoil it, right? but something huge happened at the end of season six. And, um, I'm,
3: I've heard a lot of good things about that show. I just haven't had the time to pick it up. Yeah, yet, it's but
2: really good. You should definitely check it out. From what you
3: said, and I have a couple other buddies that watch it and love mm-hmm. it. And, uh, it's something I, that'll definitely be on my you should, you should list, just yeah. try
2: the first few episodes and yeah. see if it's something you can get into because I, I knocked out the first four seasons like it was nothing within a few weeks. Oh, um, wow. Another nice thing about the show wrapping up is that I won't have to look at Anna Paquin's teeth. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. <laughs> she, literally, guys, she is like the I, – I consider her the prettiest ugly girl ever.
3: Uh, I agree. Uh, if, does that make sense? Yeah,
2: Absolutely. Totally. Like, her face is somewhat attractive when she has her mouth shut and when she's wearing, <laughs> when she's wearing makeup. But, I mean, when she opens her mouth.
3: When she's wearing makeup.
2: <laughs> when, when that girl opens her mouth, you just want to shut it with, like, a clothespin. You just... Just gently. Like, seriously, I can imagine Anna Paquin waking up in the morning and just looking like hell took a hot dump. I mean, with, like the makeup has worn off with the pillows, and right. you know she's been squirming around her, in bed.
3: Her pillows are like brown. I can't Ew. imagine.
2: I can't imagine what her fucking dentist thinks. <laughs> like when she opens up her mouth, you're really in Hollywood. <laughs> That's what it says to her. It's, I don't know. She looks like instead, like like she didn't go to a dentist for years. Like she instead, she'd been going to see Jigsaw from the Saw movies. <laughs> And he's fucking her mouth up, and she doesn't even realize it. (laughs) I'm sorry. She's got. No, dude, that's funny. She's got. Dude, don't don't be sorry.
0: She's got fucked up teeth.
3: What? what, Where do I remember her from when I was little? What? X Men? -Men? No, before that.
2: (laughs) Uh, You probably saw her poster in your dentist's office and, like, (laughs) why
3: why you need to brush and get braces. That's where it's that's um, where it's from. God, uh, <laughs> that's funny.
2: Okay, enough of Anna Packlin's teeth. <laughs> 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 Moving on. Um, what? Hey, what? what, what I was curious. Say, please, can we have a whole show on her teeth? I, dude, I don't know if she was like When she was a little kid, she like Bit down on some glass or Well, something. she watched a documentary on goats and thought she could do the same thing She's like chewing garbage and shit And her parents come home and they're like What the fuck is going on with She's your teeth? She's
3: on that TLC show, My Strange Addiction <laughs> She's eating garbage <laughs> Eating tin cans she and glass on, bottles she chews on wood <laughs> Uh, so
2: anyway, we saw the RoboCop trailer. Did, oh, yeah. did everybody get a chance to see the Robo- new It's the new RoboCop movie coming yes. out? Did everybody yes. get a chance to see the trailer?
3: Absolutely. Yeah, we did.
2: Yep. I don't know about you guys, but I was a huge fan growing up of the uh, 1987 Paul Verhoeven film. Yeah, me and also. I still consider that one of the most violent films ever made, yeah. oh, especially oh. when you're that age too though. Oh yeah. So, um, do you guys want to go ahead and rate Rate it? Sure. Let's rate Let's it. it. I'm gonna Let me play the rating system if you're new to the show. If you have never... I need to hear it again. It's been a while. It's been a while for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party.
3: All right. So, um... I, w- I watched it. Who, who wants to go first? Does somebody want to go first go. and talk about it? Or? I'll go ahead. Okay. I watched it. Um, I came across it. I think it was a Thursday or Friday morning. Um, I loved it, the trailer. I loved it. Um, I was a huge fan of RoboCop growing up. I had the toys. Right. Um, I had the toy with his side opening up with a gun you can put in Oh, it. yeah. Um, the fact that we get to see a kind of a new storyline, because um, we really didn't get to see much of his family side last time. You know, yeah, the, because with, they disowned him. Not exactly. disowned
2: him. they were like it was done. I mean Dude, they looked at him like he was a monster, like like he was Frankenstein's yeah. mon- exactly. monster Exactly.
3: So now from what I saw on the trailer, we get to see a little bit of the family side after the fact. Yeah. Um he I believe in the trailer he's burned. Okay, what
2: happens he, is like his it, car blows The up. original film, yeah, yeah, he uh, he shot, he multiple shot multiple times. Yeah, yeah. Peter, Peter Weller's character almost like, shot at him. Yeah. And the, the Detroit criminals are just blasting Kurtwood him, Smith, blowing limbs off, and everything else. Yeah, and uh, in this one, it, it's it's kind of toned down from that. It yeah. looks like uh, it's almost a, like a casino. Type. A car bomb goes exactly. off. He opens yeah. a door, and, and a car bomb yeah. blows up, and. Leaves him with eighty uh, percent burns on his body, and he's paralyzed from the waist down. looks like Looks like he's lost a leg, a leg. Yeah, uh-huh. and uh, the uh, OCP scientist, uh, which was played by Gary Oldman, which I thought mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, he tells his wife that they can save him, uh, but it looks like they have to. What, but what their version of
3: saving him is
2: turning him into cool. a cyborg cop, right?
3: And and another another thing about the trailer that I liked is we did see a almost identical RoboCop suit. Yeah. And then I don't know – I don't remember who plays the chief of police. Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. That's right. Yep. Well, no, I, I don't – was it him that said the is black- he
2: the, Is he the chief of police or
1: is he the head of OCP? I think he's the head of OCP. I think he's so, the head who, of OCP. Who, who, who does Sam Jackson play then? He, he looked he's like he was like – He's the chief like, of police. He's right? the chief of police? Oh, okay,
3: okay. Yeah, because it looked like Keaton was the head of OCP. Because okay. he wanted now RoboCop to be more – darker as far as color goes. what he said was they were sending him out on a mission
2: yeah and he said uh let's go with something more tactical tactical that he the said word let's go with use, black
3: yeah, black right and he comes out now and in the cool thing about robocop now is that his face shield goes up and down
1: i like the way it lights up now too yeah yeah, yeah. It looked like a Daft Punk helmet.
3: It did. It did. Yeah, helmet. Like, kind of <laughs> like Good reference there, Brian. Right? Yeah. But no, I I I'm going to give it a, a definitely a Tupperware. Just in. for the trailer. Trailer. Yeah, trailer. You're itself. not giving anything for no. the movie itself. Absolutely it's not possible. No. But Fe- February the, of next year, we will right. do a show on this movie. And um, I've actually uh, weeks ago, I was thinking about this movie because I remember. Almost a year ago, at the time, uh, seeing pictures of Robocop right. and not hearing anything about it for a long time. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I went months without hearing a word about this movie.
2: That's when you got to worry. Well, like when you don't hear anything yeah. about post production. Yeah, there it's was almost no. like they're trying to hide something. Yep. Like they're worried about this movie. Yeah, I was thinking like uh, I, I'm going to go next. I'm going to give my rating. Okay. Uh, I was thinking it was going to be like another Total Recall, the Colin Farrell movie that just came oh, out yeah. a few months ago. That was yeah. awful. Right. It came out last year. With I saw it in Bryan theater. Cranston. Yeah, yeah, with Brian Cranston as a right. villain. And I think uh Kate uh what's her name? Beckinsale.
3: Oh, okay. She yeah. was
2: she was she played uh Sharon Stone's uh, role Yeah. Yeah. Um that movie was awful. Yeah. Uh I can I, there was a cool elevator scene and a cool car chase scene. Right. And, and that was about it. And and some of the tech in it was really cool. Yeah. Other than that, the movie was awful. But the
3: fact that we didn't hear anything about Robocop, and yes. then all of a sudden the trailer comes out. The drops. trailer comes
2: out. And I'm going to give the trailer, just the trailer, I'm going to yeah. give it a Tupperware, yeah. even though this movie hasn't been rated, and it's probably not going to be rated R, which you can't, in my opinion, you shouldn't make a RoboCop movie without the R rating.
1: Right. Agreed. Yeah. yeah.
2: They did it with RoboCop 3, and what they did was they turned the RoboCop into a babysitter with <laughs> a back, Mr- a jetpack, and he turned into the Rocketeer. Rocketeer. And yeah. it was a PG-13 movie, and it was horrible. It
3: was uh, geared
1: toward the younger crowd at that point. You know Frank Miller Sell wrote toys. that movie? Yeah. Wow! Oh my God, yeah, I Frank remember Miller that. Miller wrote yeah. RoboCop three.
2: Oh yeah, well Frank Miller he wrote he wrote some RoboCop stories for comic books and mm. and things like that too. One just can got, got re released. It was a story that he had done. Yeah, and they just re released it in comic book form. Wow, as a mini series. Um, I, I I like in this version, uh, that they can OCP can now switch him. From human to robot, to where he has no control over the decisions that he makes. Yeah. Uh, it turns off his human side, and he doesn't have the reasoning that a human would have.
3: And there's multiple ones, right? It's not just him. Well, they haven't really... Is this for training purposes only, from what I saw in the trailer? What, what, I, I'm not following. There was like other robots he was shooting at. That looked kind of like him.
2: I didn't see that. You didn't see that. I didn't see that. In the it trailer. almost looked
3: like he was in a training exercise or something.
2: What I saw was like the part where he was in a uh, situation where there was like thirteen men that were armed, and his optic. Oh yeah, he picked up on one. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it looked like maybe a hostage situation or something mm-hmm. going on. They that, that they were sending him in there with like the the right. with that uh, that uh, black ops outfit yeah. or whatever. But um, I think it was Gary Oldman. He said that the system switches on and makes him think that he's in control but it's an illusion of free will. Mm. So like he thinks he's still human. Yeah. But like OCP can like turn a switch in your mind and he, now he's he's basically OCP's kind the of remote. remote. Yeah, control, exactly. Yeah. And that's a new take from the original.
3: Yeah, cuz he had f- pretty much all his and then in the in the
2: uh the the trailer like the main theme was uh it said who is in control man yeah. or machine. Right. Um and then they showed the ED209 at the end of the trailer too, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty cool as well. Yep. So uh Jake, Jay, what did you guys think?
1: Uh I'm going to give it a taste it. I I am skeptical of it. It looked a lot better than I thought. Um I really needed to have the R rating. But Well, really it hasn't like been the, rated yet, Jake. Yeah, I I know, but I just it, you know, it's hard to get excited about it when it could just be a PG-13 fluff fest.
2: Oh, I thought th- – I th- well, I mean, unless you're watching a Red Band trailer,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. you're
2: not going to see that stuff anyway, Jake. Right.
0: So
2: for the trailer, I, 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 you can definitely give it a taste. That's fine. But this trailer got me excited to watch the movie. Yeah. It did. Yeah. So for, the, yeah. for that reason, I give it
1: a Tupperware. Like, unless it's a Red Band trailer, they're not going to show any limbs or shit getting blown off. No, I agree, but I I still, this didn't get me all jumping up and down excited. I mean, it had a really, I'm really excited about the supporting cast with Keaton and Jackson and, um, I thought it was cool that
2: they kept the original, like, uh, Robocop voice. Yeah, he sounds like Peter Weller oh, did with the a, robotic to a dead, yeah. dead on, yeah. And, and I like the part where he uh he he wakes up and he sees himself and he sees that he's a robot and he's like, "What have you done to me?" And the visor goes straight down. Yeah, that was badass. Yeah. Like he's in attack mode right. at that point.
3: That's where he's like a, like a one of those dinosaurs and which
2: Jurassic I Park. bet if that scene would have went on, like OCP like flipped the switch, right? And like he it then, turns it yeah. off, yeah. But so you give it the taste, it yeah, okay.
4: Well, guys, uh, I'll just chime in on this. I, I give it a Tupperware. Um, it's one of those movies that really sticks with me. I think we talked about this before, but my mom let me watch this when I was a little little tyke, little guy. And it, it was the most violent, where I was like, what the fuck is going on, right, you know, yeah. kind of movies. Like just, and Jesus the cuss words,
3: too, yeah, when you're that <laughs>
4: And so, I mean, but that aside, like just seeing the trailer alone... Um, yeah, I mean, total Tupperware. He had the old suit, um, and it had all the beats and kind of the lines that really kind of perked my interest and, 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 reminded me of why I liked the original. So I think, I think all that stuff was kind of in, in the trailer and it, you know, it wasn't, they didn't reveal a ton of stuff, but, uh, Gary Oldman was great. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson was great. And it was just, a, you know i think it was a good representation of what this movie might be and and i had my doubts too i thought you know original kind of viewing a, or talk of this uh just kind of was really ho-hum you know i was just like yeah whatever you know that's great right i still like the original i don't really care if you do you know a new one but i like i like i think what they're trying to do is kind of reinvent this and play with that yeah who's in control the human or the robot, robot. i love yeah. that who
3: wants uh, to see OCD the same story the again they do, yeah. got, they do got to throw in Dead or Alive. You're coming with me.
4: Oh, they got to throw that in. They well, yeah, it's, it, it has that. Like, just that. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> you know who that Literal is, right? All throwbacks to the movie. But I like that they're expanding upon, you know, who's really in control. And he's, like, talking to his kid. Yeah. Yeah, there's
2: a part where the mom stops him when he's on the motorcycle and says, you need to talk to your son. Right. right.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome, yeah. Because that was just kind of thrown aside, like really quickly in the first one. I'm not taking anything away from that. I love it, but can you fly, Bobby? yeah and and they did stuff like with flashbacks and stuff and i like yeah. that so i want to see more of that yeah
2: the only thing i was upset at was the fact that like it, the way he's killed is by a car bomb yeah
3: i wonder why why is his car bomb
2: this like in like the original he was almost like the robot crow like he comes back as this robot yeah. and kills them you know yeah. what i mean yeah. and that was awesome and now his partner's a male right it oh really yeah okay i didn't see it i didn't, as see. I didn't see
3: the female um
2: so cool yeah i can't wait to see it hopefully the next february trailer will 14. be oh is it february yeah. i know it's 2014 february cool. yep so uh i know we'll probably be reviewing that one yeah. on the show um i got some really bad news for doctor who fans it looks uh, I like i heard about yeah, this looks looks like uh, doctor who fans are gonna have to wait a little bit longer to see the new doctor a lot in longer yeah a lot longer uh season eight has been delayed until autumn of 2014 so we have more than a year to wait for a new season. Um, I mean, is wow. is this good news? Is it bad news? And, and why the delay? Um, I think it has to do with Stephen Moffat and him doing Sherlock, the TV series, uh, as well for the BBC. That, this is my guess. I have no idea.
4: Is is he writing it? Or
2: yeah, he he's the showrunner okay. for Sherlock. Okay. Um, and the thing is with uh, with Benedict Cumberbatch being such a huge actor now uh and possibly um you know b- getting some big roles in hollywood uh he might need to make sure that you know they're they're in production right now of sherlock season 3 that's the priority um that he's doing in sherlock so i i don't know if they're going to like film another season of sherlock back to back or what the deal is but it's just weird that they had made that new doctor announcement And now they're keeping everybody waiting a year. You think that they'd want to get a season out as soon as possible after they made that announcement, you know, like strike while the iron's hot, Hot. so to speak, you know, Um, you know, regardless, this is sad news for Doctor Who fans. Um, You know, the Doctor Who 50th 50th anniversary special is still November 23rd, though. So that's cool. But, yeah, it looks like we're going to have to wait more than a year. I'm still watching the episodes as we go, but I know I'm going to finish them way before then. Right. And uh, I'll, be, I'll be, you know, chomping at the bit for season eight. So, um, but, you know, we, talking, you know, speaking of, uh, you know, Sherlock, um, an actor might be cast in the next Star Wars movie, Benedict Cumberbatch is the big news this week. Yep.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Um,
2: it's no secret that the rumor Benedict Cumberbatch will possibly be in Star Wars Episode 7. Now, this is unconfirmed. Um, it was Film Chronicles that first published the news although that there was uh, speculation from other sites as well. Um, now Badass Digest is claiming that he is not going to be in just one, but a recurring character in additional films. Oh, wow. Uh, and that he will likely be the main villain and more likely a Sith. So there was that rumor that the Emperor was training another Sith before he died. Mm-hmm. Could this be him? Could Benedict Cumberbatch be this Sith? Uh, what do you guys think about this rumor?
4: I like to yeah, see I mean, it go through. I sorry, I, I think he could pull it off. I mean, yeah. you saw him in as Khan and Star Trek. I mean, he's just got he's got kind of that villainous appeal. You Evil. know, he, he it seems like that would be easy for him to do, and I, I can really see him being kind of a Sith and you know a main
2: protagonist in this. So he plays a good uh, yeah. hero though too. I mean, if you want, I, I don't watch Sherlock, but if you watched him in. in uh, even though he wa even though he was kind of a yeah I got, okay i i totally just contradicted myself he he was he was a good guy, but acted like a villain in war horse mm. right, uh, so
3: right. yeah, i contradicted myself um yeah i it just seems like he's more comfortable being the the evil side, and I could see him being on the dark side. I mean I just don't want him to get typecast. That's what I'm yeah, worried about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cuz everybody's being that cuz I think he I think he has
2: the range to play a a, a, a a Jedi.
3: Yeah, how crazy would it be if he that, if in reality he gets casted as a Jedi and then everybody's like, well, well
2: that could be the that could be I mean? it. I yeah. mean, should he be a hero or a villain? I mean, he right. could be at this could, point he could be a he could be a, a Skywalker for
1: all we know. Yeah, or yeah. or just, you know, I mean, I don't know. That is wild that he's going to be both the new villain in Star Trek and Star Wars. You know, that's, that's unheard but of. But it's
2: not confirmed yet. Not confirmed. Gotcha. Um, you know, but I mean, if it's true, it just goes to show you that he did have a really good relationship working with Bad Robot and J.J. Abrams. I'd be happy
3: with it, though, if they do. I mean, if he ends up being the, the main villain
1: in, in Star
3: Wars Episode Seven.
2: Is this the reason, though, that Cumberbatch left Guillermo del Toro's Crimson Peak?
1: Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. Hmm. It's
3: a good. And crimson
2: good the the Crimson Peak role has since been filled by Tom Hiddleston. Ooh, that's good casting. Yeah, it though. is. So um, there was no reason for his departure for the Crimson Peak. Um, the sources cl- uh, say that his exit is not due to another project. Um, now at the 2013 Toronto Film Festival. Cumberbatch said he is not involved with Star Wars Episode Seven, saying, this is the simple truth. J.J. and I worked together before. I would love to work with him again. No offer has been made. That is that, and that is that. So, maybe no offer's been made, sure. but... Talks might have been going exactly. on. Okay, up until a few weeks ago, Charlie Hunnam was not going to be in... Fifty Shades of Grey, right?
3: But now, now he look is, at him. yeah.
2: And this is not the first time actors have denied being in roles. Most of them then, do deny, yeah. Well, you they know, can't, ta- they exactly, can't say anything. Exactly. They're just talking.
3: Just- and look at the ver- the verbiage he used. No offer has been made, right? It's because the paperwork hasn't been processed yet. You know what I mean, like right. I'm not saying I'm not I'm not I'm not 100 on this show saying that he's going to be the next villain. I'm just saying you've heard that verbiage before, and look what's happened.
2: Sure. Well, yeah. I mean the whole throughout Star Trek uh, Into Darkness, I mean he wasn't Khan. He wasn't Khan. Yeah. And then you watch the movie, and yeah. spoiler alert, he's right. Khan. Right.
3: Spoiler alert. comes out on DVD, Blu-ray next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: now they won't want to watch. Why
3: bother?
4: <laughs> <now>. <laughs> but, Pop culture there, leftovers there fucked another up another qualms. movie. <laughs> what's that, Jay? There is another quote
2: I know. Um, yeah. from Go
4: ahead. Cumberbatch, and yeah. he says, of course I'd love to do Star Wars and work with J.J. J. J. Abrams again because we had such a good time on Star Trek, but nobody has been cast and there are no offers out to anyone apart from the regulars who are returning. So that's, that's that rumor to be quashed. He then apparently grin- grinned and added, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. So now he's not denying it. And he's, he's
2: basically saying, yeah, maybe. Well, he's just he's – just, I mean he's just saying anything anybody could say. Yeah. Like me and you could say right now, oh, nobody's been cast and there's no right. offers. Right. And, I mean, and yeah, I mean he's just saying what anybody could say. You
3: hear it in sports all the time. But you the hear gr- it
2: in Hollywood I all the, the time. The like, most revealing thing is the grin. Mm, right the grin will have to wait and see yeah so i i do think that i'm just gonna go out on a limb and say it's not even a limb i'm gonna say that he's gonna be in the movie i
3: think he will too oh yeah which i'm happy about
2: yeah i mean if you're gonna have a director actor relationship i'd rather it be cumberbatch abrams with yeah cumberbatch abrams as opposed to uh johnny depp and tim burton yeah
0: Yeah. yes please just saying yeah
2: good good one um (laughs) Now, hey, Jake, um, yes. what's going on with the uh, possible Star Wars movie title?
1: Oh, it's possibly leaked this week that it may be called A New Dawn. And that was from Talkbacker. Yeah. Um, they, a they New cited, Dawn? Yes.
2: I like it. I do, too. I like it, too. It's a tie-in to the, um, the Episode original. Four title, hope. A New yeah. Hope. Yeah. So, yeah, I like it. So I hope that is the title.
3: What, what kind I, of reputation does this uh, source hold? talkbacker
2: don't know know. i mean just trusted sources quote unquote is what they what they said so uh you know it's sources are 50 50 dan right i I mean latino review every once in a while they will give you like the concrete yeah you know uh you know um news and then the next next time they're they're way off Yeah. yeah it just depends i mean Everybody knows somebody in the industry, and and every every once in a while, you're going to get a leak. If
3: you can release the first rumor Mm -hmm. for something like Star Wars, and it be true, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to get a lot of credibility.
1: That sounds really nice off the tongue, though, you know, Episode Seven, A A new Dawn. Dawn. Yeah, I like it. Absolutely. Jay, what do you think about the title?
4: I'm loving it. Yeah, I was really excited about it. Um, I think it sets up a lot of – I mean, if you just – Follow the comics and just what a lot of people were really wanting for this, I think that kind of exemplifies a new a new start, you know, a new dawn, a new storyline, yeah, whether it's old characters, new characters. That that gives me hope for what this is going to be. So, yeah, I was pretty excited about it.
2: Even if it gets another title, this might be like what people start calling it. Right. You know?
4: I, I would, yeah. You know, for, uh, it's like you're
2: turning over a new leaf with this franchise. Well, it's kind of like, uh, in a way, it's almost like uh, Star Wars Episode Five was called Blue Harvest. Mm, and yeah. it never, you know, that's just Empire, the code yeah. name was right. Blue Harvest.
3: Yeah,
2: uh, Kind of like Cloverfield, the code name for that movie, they hadn't named it yet, was Cloverfield. Well, yeah. eventually they just Came called in. it Cloverfield. Yeah. So uh, this might just – we just might call it A New Dawn and it gets a different name. Yeah. Or it might stick. The fanboys call it that because of that. Yeah. um, Let's see here. Transformers 4 will be titled Transformers Age of Extinction. Uh, Hmm. And according to a leaked plot synopsis of the film, it will show the evolution of Megatron to Galvatron Mm -hmm. and that it just might be Unicron that does this, as in Transformers, the animated movie from 1986.
4: Mm. they say that every year <laughs> yeah that's true that unicron will be there so i yeah. don't know um, i'd like to
2: see galvatron but yeah galvatron would be cool yeah i don't really give a fuck <laughs> um and i haven't been able to find confirmation
1: that the Dinobots are going to be in it jay the logo makes you think that they have to be and the title
4: yeah, there's, well, claw, there's like Grimlock's claws in the logo. Okay, the age like, of
2: extinction. the The logo that I saw was like the four, and then the the right side
1: of it was the Decepticon logo. Right,
4: right. But there's
1: claw. You're saying there's claw marks. Yeah, there's a claw over both things going okay. diagonally, diagonally. Just across like
4: Grimlock's three fingers. Gotcha. You just like them, Yeah. Okay,
1: that makes sense. So um,
4: maybe.
2: You know, guys, I'm thinking that the Dinobots, if they are in this movie, they would have been on Earth all along since like the age of dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. But just like some of them were either like they were frozen or when the meteor hit, it deactivated them. um, I'd like to see them come. I think it'd be cool to pay homage to the original series and have them as villains at first because they weren't always working with the Autobots.
4: That's true. Yeah. Um
2: that would stick with the cartoons. Um uh, you know they didn't like taking orders at all, especially Grimlock, uh who later did respect Optimus Prime, but anybody else he just wouldn't listen to.
4: <laughs> yeah, they were very against it. That that's yeah. what was cool about them was, you know, that they were kind of playing both sides at right. first. It was it was really cool when the when it was in the cartoon when we saw that for the first time.
2: Yeah. It was kind of a, I, I, they do need to change up their origin story. Their origin story was fucking lame. Like, um, Wheeljack was just talking to like, uh, Spike about, uh, uh, dinosaurs and he's like, let's just make dinosaur robots. And they just make them. Yeah. (laughs) And that's like the origin. It wasn't like anything special. It was, you know what I mean? So
1: like. As we, bro said, "Let's make dinosaur exactly,
2: robots." Exactly, exactly. So they got to change that up. But guys, I want you to think like: imagine what like Joss Whedon or J.J. Abrams could
1: do with this franchise. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, that'd be I'm amazing. O- I'm I think over the Faze franchise. already taking it too far for them to fix it. Yeah, yeah. I'm over it. And they're talking
2: about three more movies, like <laughs> oh, this
1: starting just, up a new yeah a new
2: like trilogy. Chapter, yeah. <laughs> Latina Review is stating that the that Warner Brothers has sent out a casting call to talent agencies in search of a love interest for Bruce Wayne. Uh, according to Latina Review, this is what Warner Brothers is looking for. They're looking for someone in their late 20s and are open to all ethnicities. So not only does the 42-year-old Batman uh, like him a decade younger, uh, but uh, Bruce Wayne doesn't discriminate. So, um, <laughs> But... There's more. They're looking for a good actress, but they're being specific and looking for an actress who is both tall and possesses physicality. Right. Who do you guys think this could be? Wonder Woman? <laughs> I was thinking that, too. Yeah. I, I
4: don't see who else. Why, why would that be such an important you know, thing for them to
2: put out there? So. Um, I was thinking you know, uh, uh, Vicki Vale. Maybe. The in this universe, yeah.
4: But why does it need to possess physicality, you know?
2: Well, they want a strong female right. character. Well, yeah,
4: that makes sense.
2: That makes sense. You know? Um, what about – I know this – okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm just throwing it out there, and I know this doesn't coincide with the comics. It, Harper Rowe, and I mean even though Harper Rowe isn't a love interest in the comics and she's a lot younger – Uh, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time that the studios changed a character just to, you know, from comic to movie, just to kind of get people to read the comics more. Mm. Right. So maybe Harper Rowe. Is is Harper Rowe a Snyder invention? I think she is. I think her first appearance was in in one of uh, Snyder's
1: Batman comics. Okay. I was curious about that.
2: Yeah, I'd never seen her in anything else
1: before. They act like she's been established for a long time, but I really only remember and seeing her And they keep trying to recently. set it up
2: like she's going to be the next Robin or something.
1: Yeah, very much. Yeah. What,
4: well, what if it is Supergirl? What if that's who it is? Ooh.
2: Huh. Yeah, because in, they hinted at her in Man of Steel. We already talked about that Easter egg. Yeah. In episode eight. I mean, eight. that's mm-hmm.
4: coming at some point. So. It's got
2: to. Yeah. Or they planted it just in case they do want to incorporate it in the story.
4: Yeah. The logical choice, if they want to do a series, would probably be Wonder Woman. Yeah, But I don't know. Interesting.
3: Nice Burt by the way. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, we didn't pick that up on the mic at all. There,
4: Jake. Hey, hey, guys! Can I pull a Jake and P? I gotta go. All right, hold bathroom.
1: on, guys. I gotta admit some. i not call me while go. you do it. I don't want anything involved with it.
2: So. All right, I'm, gonna, I'm sorry. I gotta, I'm sorry. I gotta go. Oh God. <laughs> My stomach hurts. I'm going to play that right now. Please don't. That's going to go in there. I've
3: done heard that multiple times.
2: No, it's going in after this. I'm not even leaving. When I hit stop. Hey, and we're back. Um... Yeah, that was probably the longest piss ever, Jay. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, about three <laughs> days. Like days. Yeah,
2: it was about three days. So, yeah, we started I'm, recording. I'm, uh, I'm sorry, Jake, what was that?
1: I almost called 911 on him.
2: Yeah, um, we, we started recording on uh, Sunday night like we always do. Uh, had some recording issues, but got them fixed. I actually figured out how to fix it. And. Uh, so we 're recording on a Wednesday, which we typically do not do ever, so, yeah, this is new, uh, but yeah, it was crazy i mean our we 've had some recording problems, I think we figured them out for the most part, but it it got to the point where I was about to quit doing this because uh, it was a fifty fifty gamble if we recorded something if it was going to actually save or not
4: yeah that's terrifying and you and know stressful
2: yeah you <laughs> you spend an hour recording, and you go to save it and it's gone and it's scary. And so there was a, there was a time there where I was going to quit, quit doing the show. But, uh, if we can keep it, uh, everything under control, we'll continue to do it. Uh, the the first thing I did want to cover, um, because we've got three more days of news now, uh, the first thing I wanted to cover is a Pennsylvania resident suffered serious injuries including lacerations and heavy bleeding after he received the blow job from Anna Paquin.
0: So
4: <laughs> What?
2: <laughs> yeah, his her razor sharp teeth just oh. <laughs> ripped through that skin. Now, anyway, I'm just kidding about that. Let's go into some real news. Uh Universal has given official title Universal Studios has given an official title to the Dracula movie. Uh, uh, Dracula Untold is the title for the film. Huh, huh. Uh, in other quick news, I would just wanted to go th- over some things I thought were interesting. Peter Mayhew, the actor plays Chewbacca, has a Kickstarter for a documentary movie called "Standing in the, the Peter Mayhew Story" that only has two days left. So, if you want to be a Chewbacker on that one, check that oh. out. Just go to Kickstarter and do a search
1: for "Standing in the Stars." Um, and I think, the, I, uh, I'm um, sorry, Brian. No, I, I met him at a con one time. That man mm-hmm. has the largest hands I've ever seen in my his hand, and it just enveloped me up to my wrist.
2: Just like uh, Andre the Giant, he uh, suffered from he suffers from gigantism.
1: Yeah, um,
2: and so he continues to grow, uh, and that doesn't mean I believe uh, from the documentary I saw about Andre the Giant, um, his organs continue to grow too, and so yeah. that can be a problem with like your heart. So I, I believe the proceeds for this are going to help. Him with his health
1: condition, so um, cool that's pretty awesome. that is great. He's one of the friendliest Star Wars guys I've ever ran into. Oh, I'm sure yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, do
2: you guys remember on one of our earlier shows when I mentioned the Ghostbusters live read uh-huh. yeah. Uh, Out in California, they have these things. They're called live reads, and and you can purchase tickets for them. And uh, you'll go to, like, a a concert hall or whatever like that or, like, a theater. And uh, basically, these actors get up there, and they read different parts for these movies. Uh, Ghostbusters 1, I think it had, like, Bill Hader as Egon. And and, um, I can't remember. Jack Black, I think, was... Dan Aykroyd's character, Ray.
4: Ray, um, yeah.
2: Trying to think. Bill Murray was played by Seth. Yes. Yeah. Venkman was uh, Seth Rogen. Uh, they're having a uh, Ghostbusters live read. Not, not having a Ghostbusters live read. They've already done that. I'm, excuse me. Well, if you're willing to shell out $500 uh, and you're going to be in Santa Monica, California, on November 21st, you can see a live read of Anchorman, the legend on Burgundy. Oh, cool. Um, the details are join Adam Kay and Judd Apatow on November 21st, 2013 at the Broadway stage in Santa Monica for a reading of Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy. Now, this is interesting because it has the pretty much, yeah, it has the original cast. Uh, will Ferrell, uh, Christine Applegate, Steve Carell, Paul Rudd, David Koechner, and Jack Black, uh, plus big deal musical guests. It will be hosted by Conan O'Brien. Oh, nice. And then all the proceeds from the event benefit 826L's free program for children. Uh, You can get VIP tickets. Those VIP tickets include uh, a to VIP reception with Adam McKay, the cast members. Um, So that's pretty awesome. I mean, I wish I had $500 and I was going to be in Santa Monica on November 21st. Yeah. But yeah, that'd be a lot of fun to see in person. It's a one-night-only deal. And uh, remember the sequel for Anchorman, Anchorman The Legend Continues, hits theaters December 20th, uh, 2013. Nice. Um, Jurassic Park 4 finally has an official title, uh, Jurassic World. Hmm. Um, it's going to be directed by Safety Not Guaranteed's Colin Trevorrow and produced by Steven Spielberg. Uh, Jurassic World will be filmed in 3D. Uh, and it hits theaters June 12,
1: 2015. Ah, jam-packed year.
2: Uh, I know. It's, I can't wait. Uh, it, it, it is jam-packed, but some of the movies are moving out of that summer slot and moving into later slots. I'll get into that a little bit later. Um, Roland Emmerich wants, to, uh, wants Stargate rebooted for the movies, but this time as a trilogy. He said, we went to MGM, who has the rights, and proposed to them to do a sequel but as a reboot and reboot it as a movie and then do three parts pretty soon we'll have to look for a writer and start Um, but don't expect you know james spader um, who's recently been cast in marvel's avengers age of ultron as ultron or kurt russell who's uh, recently been cast in fast and furious 7 uh, mm-hmm. to, re- huh. to, to reprise their roles from the original 1994 sci-fi film. Uh, Emmerich commented, the actors look totally different. Emmerich told Digital Spy, it would not work. Hmm. So um, uh, speaking of Spader, uh, what do you guys think about a uh, Stargate reboot?
1: Uh. You didn't like Stargate. Yeah, I think the the TV show has diluted my memory of it a little bit. I love the movies. The TV show I never really watched, and
2: and it wasn't uh, canon, I, as according to Roland Emmerich. Um, but uh, I love the movie.
4: Yeah, I'd like to see it updated. Yeah, you know, with maybe a better budget than it had back then, because I like I like the idea of
2: it. Yeah, it was a know? big concept, you know. Yeah, uh, I, I,
4: and it, it's been used in other things
2: since it. Oh, so, sure. I mean,
4: it was a good story.
2: Sure. Um, I I can't wait to see what they can do with a uh, with that movie, and then and then uh, branch it off into three movies.
1: So yeah, looking forward to that. It uh, was really top of the line uh, special effects when it first came out. It
2: really was. Yeah, and I thought it was cool how they tied it in with the Egyptians and things like that. I I like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, the raw stuff. And everything. Yeah,
2: they made it yeah. very alien, but at the si- at the same time very familiar and Egyptian. So it was pretty cool. Um, speaking of Spader and Ultron, Whedon recently uh, had this to say about the casting: Spader was my first and only choice. Whedon said uh, he got that hyp- he's got that hypnotic voice that can be eerily calm and compelling, but he's also very human and humorous. He also went on to say, "Ultron is not Hal," referring to uh, uh, the fictional computer in 2001: uh, Space Odyssey. Uh, right. He says Spader can play. All of the levels, he is the guy to break all of the Avengers into pieces. Wow! So hmm. that was his first and only choice, and I've heard some really good arguments for this, saying that you know he he's got such a great range, but his voice is almost re- robotic, is what a lot of people are saying. Yeah, so yeah, that's he, cool. Yeah, he can play that cold, uh, malevolent, uh, you know, robot. I can't wait for it. Uh, Jay, you had more Marvel news for us that you wanted to get into
4: yeah um so you know there's been a lot of talk in uh about amazing uh spider-man 2 and kind of what the future is going to hold for that even though the movie hasn't come out yet (laughs) right uh but there's been a lot of talk about mainly the the stuff on the internet is about the sinister six and their possible you know connection to part two is is it you know maybe going to be a setup or something like that um but one of the other big things is, you know, what exactly is uh, Norman Osborn's uh role going to be in this movie? And uh Chris Cooper, who's who's going to be playing Norman Osborn, uh, he has confirmed that uh at earlier reports that the sequel will serve as a way of introducing the character before he takes on a much larger role in the third installment. So, um uh, and he's not he's not Clarifying whether or not you know we're going to see the Green Goblin or if he's the Green Goblin, um, but he also says this is an introduction to Norman Osborn, and apparently this leads to better things in Spider-Man Three. Uh, I think it's fair to say he's on his last legs, and then he says, "I don't know if I can say anything more about it." Huh. So it could be uh, a different take on on Norman Osborn and Green Goblin and who exactly is the Green Goblin. I, you know, we know Harry's going to be in this movie, Harry Osborn, his son. Right. Um, but in the comics, of course, you know Norman is the one that originally becomes
2: the Green Goblin. I like so. the casting of his son, uh, Dane DeHaan. Um, yeah, very who good. Was the uh, yeah he was the. Uh, the, I'd say the villain in Chronicle, he was the, the boy that, uh, you know, the misunderstood boy who had the problems at home with his father and, and, uh, you know, went off the deep end and turned into basically like the world's first supervillain. So yeah, yeah. I, I think he's going to be a great, I think he is a great choice for that film.
4: Oh yeah. He's, he's going to play that role to a T I, I don't know so much about Chris Cooper. I mean, he doesn't, you know, he's even admitted that he doesn't really know Norman Osborn. He doesn't read the comics, in other words. So, right. you know, I'm interested to see how he plays this. And, I mean, it doesn't sound like he's going to have a major role after all. So, you know, huh. I, I don't know. I don't well, know who will be the Green
2: Goblin. It seems to be the case with a lot of these um, characters from this Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, it, it, what it sounded like, you know, they had too many characters in there. Uh, you know, they are talking about... Uh, you know Black cat being in there, but not maybe as black cat in this first film, but just making an appearance and then and then you've already got you know Gwen Stacy, and then they were talking about putting Mary Jane in the film, so right, right. there you 've got three females in the movie, and then they're talking about you know doing this sinister six and uh, but it doesn't sound like Paul Giamatti's role in this is as big as. Electros. This sounds like it's going to be Electro's film. I think a lot of people were worried that this movie was just going to be oversaturated with too many heroes, too many villains. And that doesn't seem to be the case. It seems like they're pulling back a little bit and waiting for these things to come together in like parts three, four, and then five because they have, uh, they have gone uh, ahead and
1: said this is going to be a five-movie uh, deal. Yeah, I agree. I- I've even read that the Paul Giamatti like, rhino sequence is just an opening sequence, and that's pretty much it.
2: Yeah. Right, um, I think it'll be pretty much. I, are we going to actually see him in the rhino suit? You know what I, I mean? I don't think so. No. Yeah.
4: No. no. He says he has a suit, uh-huh. a kind of suit, um, and but he's not saying it's that he's actually in a rhino kind of costume. I think yeah. it'll be more, you know, robotic or something like that. If anything, I don't know. I, I Probably just have a rhino tattoo. Well, (laughs) yeah, maybe
2: (laughs) from the the sounds of it, I I think they're just setting up his origin story for us to see him later on down the road. Uh, There might be a teaser of him in the rhino suit, maybe in like the mid credit scene. That seems to be the popular thing these days.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, you know, as far as the Sinister Six, you know, Paul Giamatti has said uh, he he believes it's a lot of stage setting for the next film. Um, that there are several villains in this movie, and some of them are more foreground and important. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely going to be probably some subtle setups for something bigger down the road. And I, I think just from, you know, uh, the the director talking about it and what I'm hearing from Giamatti, I think they, they're setting up for something big in part three. So who knows if it'll be the Sinister Six, but it kind of sounds like it. And it would go with the whole, you know, Uh, when they're in that lab and they have all those animals and you know where spider-man gets his powers and they have all these different animals i think that would play really well into the sinister six you know you you got scorpion rhino you've got chameleon all kinds of people
2: well they're trying to do more of that expanded universe after you know the avengers hit and they saw that come together so well they're trying to take advantage of that you know You know all of uh, Spider-Man's rogues, and I mean it makes sense. But at the same time, you don't want the movie turning into Batman and Robin. No, not at all. Yeah, don't overdo it. That If, if you're gonna, yeah,
4: don't don't. I don't even think you should bring him into part three all at once. I think there should be more setup.
2: So absolutely, I think maybe that what they're talking about doing is having like the Sinister Sticks be part of the uh amazing spider-man part four it was what i was rumored and then part five being more of a setup for maybe a future venom film oh cool but that's just the rumor and like they're even saying that dane DeHaan might not be uh you know green goblin uh he might be um venom like like in the like in the ultimate universe no way yeah so uh it'll be interesting and my cat, cool. Guys, my cat is rubbing his head up against my mic right now. I, I, hear it, I hear it. I hear it.
3: I can hear that. Yeah.
2: See, it's like not only do we have internet issues and audio issues, we also have audio issues with my cat rubbing his head up against the, the microphone. <laughs> oh, unbelievable. Um, Jay, what other Marvel news you got for us? I know that that was kind of like your thing. That was your thing I gave you this week
4: yeah I know I don't know what do you what do you guys feel about the poss? I, I think we've kind of talked about this before, but what do you guys feel about the possibility of Miss Marvel being
2: something that Marvel wants to bring to the forefront in the in the movie verse? I love that idea yeah we love the idea, but how is it plausible is it gonna happen
4: well it seems it seems like it could if if we're looking at um, what's gonna happen in Guardians of the Galaxy with Ronan the accuser. Um, you know, you're you're going to introduce the Cree uh, alien race, which is where Miss Marvel comes
1: from.
2: Can they do the uh, the Cree? Is Cree owned by Marvel Studios? Oh, good question. That because be I know the Cree and Scrolls. I thought were properties of Fox. I know the Scrolls are. Um,
4: mm-hmm. and I so you don't think they'll play that off with Ronan? I mean, he's a big time Cree. That's his
2: whole mm-hmm. deal. Legally, they might not be able to, Jay. Wow, I mean that's just—I mean—I'd have to look into who owns who, but I'm just talking about legally. Sure, I'm sure yeah. they'd love to. The whole reason the Chitari were brought in was because they couldn't use scrolls.
4: Right. Okay. So, I got gotcha. you.
2: So you know that's—I mean, I, I don't know if if we can.
4: Well, it doesn't necessarily have to be Cree. Then sure. I'm just saying. I think. What's going to happen in GOTG and Avengers 2 is going to kind of set up perfectly for Miss Marvel to be introduced. She's a human alien hybrid. Mm-hmm. We're dealing with the Chittahuri or alien races now that they've, you know, uh, since Avengers 1. So right. they're obviously going to take this to a cosmic level also in Guardians of the Galaxy. Miss Marvel's also a cosmic kind of character. So, you know, I think that's perfect. And, you know, there's actually been casting news. Um, you, you guys all know Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica, the female Starbuck. Right. Which is uh, Katie Sackhoff. Um, she's expressed role in, in the interest before, um, and she has basically said there's some stuff going on with Marvel Studios and a lot of checking for availability for the first quarter of next year, which would make sense if they're going to do a Miss Marvel uh, movie to start filming at that point. Um. But again, I think it's also because DC – I think Marvel is always smart with what's going on with DC, and I think they're kind of seeing that they need a strong female character because DC is going to use Wonder Woman or it's going to use Supergirl. They're going to have this strong female character. So I think that's the route that they're going to go. Just because, not just because of that, but also because of Guardians of the Galaxy and the events of Avengers One.
1: There
2: were rumors that there was going to be uh, an Avengers Two. Just rumors. I mean that there that they were looking at getting somebody to come in there and do a cameo, a female, and have her be a pilot and have her name be Carol Danvers. There you go. So you you know, there's your Captain Marvel. Now. this is the latest news on uh, Katie Sackhoff. She was speaking to Crave Online, and she gave an update to the Marvel situation. She says, I have absolutely not spoken to Marvel. It doesn't mean that my team hasn't spoken to Marvel. I personally have not spoken to Marvel and have no plans to do a movie in the immediate future. Huh. So That's that, not what that, I saw. No, that's, that, that came right out of uh, the news today from Crave Online. So oh, okay. that, that's the latest news. I, I saw the news that you were speaking of, but this is yeah. just a follow up from today. See, I think what happened was when she was giving that interview that you read, Jay, she got in trouble for some of the peop- from some of the people for saying a little bit too much.
4: Yeah, probably. So
2: they wanted her to pull back a little bit. And Crave Online, she tried to straighten it out, uh, saying that – because during the interview, it's at first she said, like, oh, yeah, I've spoken to him. And then she kind of, like, veered away from that and said, no, I haven't. M- maybe – you know, and she just was really standoffish at that point. Yeah,
4: my production team has or whatever. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. So yeah. that's kind of weird. Yeah. I think there have been talks, uh, whether she's been involved or not, uh, and maybe they're just trying to figure out her schedule and probably more, most importantly trying to figure out a term, a price, and, and a movie deal. Because like, what Marvel tries to do is they try to get these up-and-coming actors on the cheap for multiple right. movies. That way they have them locked up. So we'll see what happens there. I think Katie Sackoff would be an awesome Captain Marvel. Oh, I agree. Yeah, perfect. And they need that strong female. Um, Jay, what else do you got for us? Um, so, uh, there's
4: just a little talk, uh, a little more talk about, um, a possible vision appearance in, uh, in Avengers two. Um, there, there has been, and this is like totally unconfirmed stuff, but apparently there's a Marvel insider who called the James Spader Ultron thing before it ever happened. And a couple other things and you know the main one being that uh the the actor that plays uh that does Jarvis in uh Iron Man all the Iron Man movies Paul is Bettany actually
2: yeah he's Paul Bettany is a it Bettany It's Paul Bettany. Bettany he was uh Paul Bettany he was uh, in A Knight's Tale he was, okay. uh, with uh Heath Ledger he played uh Heath Ledger's assistant throughout that movie Okay
4: yeah so um he he definitely looks the part he uh he have, of course has been doing the jarvis role which i think we've we've already theorized that jarvis will play a major role in this whole ultron thing right so you have this artificial intelligence and you have to bring this kind of heroic element into it in the ai field to kind of go against ultron and vision would be perfect so there's talk and and you know it's unconfirmed and we don't know but this person did call the James Spader thing before it happened. So this is, he's saying that he will become Vision and ultimately uh, uh, be the one that takes over Ultron, that takes care of Ultron, you know? So I don't know. I think it'd be good. I think that'd be a great way to to tie up that story. Uh, you know, Ultron's never really gone, but I think it'd be a good way of, to tie up that conflict in Avengers 2 and right. bring in a cool character that I think a lot of people really want to see.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people want to see
4: Vision.
2: Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. That'd be, like, just another cool moment, like, when when we saw Thanos at the end of Avengers. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Now, Jay, what I really... I was hoping you were going to get to is the Vin Diesel brand merging.
4: Oh, yeah, I was going to talk about that. Yes. Um, So, yeah, Vin Diesel... um, has been talking, of course, about kind of his Groot role and, you know, who, whoever, you know, just to kind of qualm the, the theories of who he's going to play. He's basically said, yeah, I'm Groot. So, um, But he's also been saying, uh, and this is a quote from him, when I met with Marvel, it wasn't for anything immediate. It was to talk about a film that wouldn't be introduced in the Phase 3, that would be introduced in the Phase 3 part of Marvel, not for a few years. Uh, you wouldn't be able to see it for a few years. In my mind, Marvel were doing the right thing. They were enrolling me at the ground level, which is the best way to enroll me. So that goes to say that Groot isn't the end of what Vin Diesel's career in Marvel going to be. Actually, something bigger, which is pretty obvious here, is planned for him in the future, which has already been kind of talked about. Um, and I think Brian brought up the point, what was that, last week? couple of weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, um, and we kind of theorized, and Brian said that black bolt seems like the logical choice. And I think so too, because what else he brings about in this uh, in this what he's quote what I'm quoting here, um, he's talking about a merging of the of the brands, right. He's saying that his his role with Groot is kind of secondary. It's kind of his first part of his Marvel career. Something bigger is going to happen, and that is also a merging of the brands.
2: Right. So what is
4: what is he talking about? A lot what could of, that possibly mean?
2: Have you heard some of the theories on what it is?
4: Well, yeah, yeah,
2: I've heard some theories. I have my own, too. So. Okay, the theories that I think – like, okay, I've, had, I've heard theories. Like some people are saying, oh, okay, so like – then could go to another studio and play a character for another franchise like, you know, like in a Spider-Man movie or in an X-Men or a Fantastic Four movie and then come back and play that same character in a Marvel film. Right. Some people think that, and then some people are even speculating now. This is like really going out on on, uh, on on a limb here because this is crazy. It means that he could possibly be be, be playing Riddick and end up in, in a Marvel movie as Riddick. Riddick and, joins
1: the Avengers. Guys,
2: there's no way that happens. It's a distraction, and it's crazy. Um, I don't know. What does it mean to you, Jay? Well, I I think if we're going off of your theory of Black Bolt,
4: I'm thinking Inhumans. Um, right. And he's saying he's saying this is way, 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 way down the road. So we've got to think ahead a little bit. But even to me, at some point, if we're going down the road we're going to with Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy, the, uh, the Inhumans have to be introduced next. But again, I don't know who owns the Inhumans. I, uh, I think it's Marvel, it's Marvel Studios.
2: It's Marvel Studios
4: okay
1: yeah that, that makes sense jay with uh marvel pushing a new inhuman series in december and everything and right getting it out there right now you know
4: yeah they've been doing that with ff too so yeah and fantastic four
2: right um, i think it's pretty
4: logical and i, I think some, that, that was a good call Brad.
2: some people think it's just going to be he's talking about groot merging with the avengers so guardians of the galaxy merging with avengers they're thinking more on like a you know, basic scale. And so I'm hoping that I'm right. And we're right that it is an Inhumans movie, you know, in the works.
4: Yeah. Because who else is that fucker going to play? Now <laughs> black <Bull> or Groot
2: <laughs> you've got, okay. Now I'm, I'm really going to go out on a limb here. I don't think this, that there's any way in hell that this is going to happen. Uh, but, uh, I, I just think, okay, let's just say that he's not going to play black bolt. Let's say that Marvel really wants to gamble. Okay. Yeah, Because they're gambling with Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's say that succeeds. Now now Marvel's like, what can we do? What's the next big gamble? Could, could Vin Diesel play somebody else? Now, Guys, I want you to think about this. Now imagine if at the next San Diego Comic-Con on the big screen, they've just revealed a Doctor Strange movie for 2016, followed by a Black Panther movie, And then Chadwick Boseman, who played Jackie Robinson in the movie 42, comes out on stage and gets fans all pumped up because he's going to be Black Panther. Then they go out and announce a Planet Hulk movie for the summer 2017. Right. Then the room goes dark. You hear a deep laughter followed by Vin Diesel's voice. I now
0: hold omnipotence. What should I do with such almighty power? The answer to that is actually quite simple. Anything I want. Anything. I am incapable of error. Any result that displeases me, I can simply reverse. There is nothing I need to worry on. For I am Thanos. And Thanos (laughs) is supreme. Supreme!
2: Huh. You then see the six Infinity Gems appear on a black screen and below each gem, a letter spelling Thanos. (laughs) Nice. The full title is then revealed to be Thanos, Mad Titan. Wow. Now you've just revealed that the Infinity Gauntlet has come into play. Now the fans are speculating, you know what this movie is about, you know, how you're going to pull off a villain film. Um, you know, how is that going to be done? It's, it's then announced it will be written by uh, Hannibal TV series scribe Brian Fuller, and then will be directed by Guillermo de Toro. <laughs> People go nuts. So what's the movie about? I mean, we just had that comic Thanos Rising by Jason Aaron, which showed us the origin of Thanos. I, I think it could incorporate parts of that story, but I think it's a little too dark. Yeah. <laughs> um, extremely dark. It's almost Very like uh, Thanos meets Hannibal. Yeah, yeah, it's really scary. It's bad. It's scary. <laughs> uh, the movie could also show, you know, how the the gauntlet goes from Odin's treasure room into into Thanos' possession and then yeah. finally leading into Avengers 3. It ends on a dark cliffhanger that only can be concluded in Avengers 3 and that would make Avengers 3 the most must-see movie of 2018. Oh, uh, definitely. Now, Avengers 3: The Infinity Gauntlet. After I said all of that, I talked about the Thanos movie. I'm going to go on the record and say it'll never happen. No, it was just fun. I just thought that would be fun to like.
1: You know, wouldn't that be? That would be. That would be wild. That would be a cool scene at San Diego Comic Con. I would love to see a movie where you saw Thanos questing for all the Infinity Gems. That's yeah.
2: That's that's kind of like where I was kind of going with that. You know, it's but uh, in 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 the movie canon, it looks like all the gems are in Odin's vault right his treasure yeah. room so i don't know um, I, I just i kind of thought that'd be fun to speculate
4: yeah that'd be very cool if they did it but yeah, oh, yeah. you're right <laughs> it probably won't happen unfortunately yeah <laughs> unless um, they listen to this podcast
2: yeah i'm sure they do <laughs> go ahead with <laughs> them and three other people yeah. josh
1: whedon's yeah. the head of the leftover army <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
2: Uh did you guys hear about uh the twelve thousand fans of Loki have petitioned that there Yeah. Yeah <laughs> there needs to be a movie dedicated to the god of mischief. That's sure. crazy. Yeah. On uh change.org you can sign the uh petition. They want they want Tom Hiddleston to star as Loki in a Loki solo movie.
1: I, <laughs> I want that too.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean he's a huge name.
1: Oh yes he is And he's
2: the, probably the best cast villain. In a long time, he's perfect
4: yeah. as Loki. He's perfect. He is perfect. And I didn't like Loki until he played him actually.
2: <laughs> right. And I, you know, some of my favorite scenes in Avengers were just my two of my favorite castings uh, interacting with one another. Uh, Tony Stark and uh, you know Robert Downey Jr is Tony Stark and uh, Tom Hiddleston is Loki yeah. at oh, the to- at the top of what's now going to be Avengers Tower. Um, yeah. Uh, amazing. I mean, just the interaction between them, you know, offering him a drink and <laughs> it's, you know, I mean, that's the best part of
4: the whole yeah. movie, man. <laughs> and I think,
2: I think if you are going to have that, I, you know, I vent, I mentioned that Thanos villain movie. Uh, if you are going to have a, a realistic villain movie, the Loki movie would be fun. Yeah, for sure. And I think it would give us a, I think maybe like a, even a prequel would be cool too, you know, uh, show him in Asgard, you know, um, mm-hmm. Because you can't really sh- – I don't know if you can really show what he's doing after what's the events of uh, – that took place in Avengers because I don't think he's going to ever be as big a threat as he was in Avengers.
1: Right. Well, we're going to see a little bit of what goes on with him after Avengers and Thor 2. We are, but but I don't think he'll ever
2: be the threat that he was. Do you see what I mean? It's yeah. hard to top that. I think maybe a prequel would be more fun watching him you know, cause trouble in Asgard or something. I don't oh, know. yeah. Um, but yeah, I can't wait for Thor 2 that November? Sure.
1: I think that's November 6th yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right Early November, I know for sure
2: hey, uh, Earlier I talked about uh, uh, Dane DeHaan uh, Who starred in Chronicle Yeah. Well, Chronicle writer Max Landis uh, He wrote the original He has recently left the sequel For Chronicle I guess there were creative differences He didn't like where it was going They asked him what other projects he's interested in. He said he wouldn't mind doing uh, other, like, uh, superpower movies, uh, superhero movies. Um, He said that uh, the two that he would be willing to write would be uh, Green Lantern Hmm. or Wonder Woman. So are I mean, good
4: choices for him, yeah.
2: Yeah, I guess. I mean, uh, Green Lantern, yes. Wonder Woman, uh, there's been so many writers that have tried to tackle that. Even uh, Damon Lindelof has thrown his name into the hat even a few months ago talking about how he would be interested in writing it. And uh, all these scripts, they pretty much they failed. Um, I don't know if we're ever going to get to see a proper Wonder Woman movie. Wow.
4: Yeah, it seems like a tough tough thing to do I've tried to wrap my head around what would make sense and I just can't I can't figure it out her origin is just so weird compared to everybody else you
2: know yeah they should use the they should probably just go with the new 52 version
4: yeah you gotta change that at least yeah because otherwise it just yeah it just seems odd it's not like she's she's a cool character it's just that origin story is hard to hard to put out there in a way that's like oh you know up there with Batman or Man of Steel you know
2: did you guys hear that Bob Orsi—I'm uh, t- changing topics, but Bob Orsi, you know, he, he helped write uh, Star Trek Into Darkness. Okay. He basically told his Twitter followers that were bitching about uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, he said he told them to fuck off. <laughs> oh, shit. And he doesn't have a Twitter page right now. And then oh, he, wow. he got back on like, and said, you know, hey, I'm sorry— it's roberto orsi yeah okay he uh he got back on and said you know hey he was sorry about no he never apologized for it he just kind of explained why he reacted that way but he never wow. apologized for it now he doesn't even have a twitter page i think he's gone from twitter <laughs> but like simon Pegg stuck <laughs> up for him and everything but like
4: yeah he did and i saw that
2: yeah but a lot of like diehard star trek star trek fans have been going nuts over it and like you know given you know or a bunch of shit for i guess his writing and stuff like that for the into darkness
4: a lot, yeah, of, pe- a lot of people are like worst star trek film ever which
2: yeah I it think- was voted the worst star trek film ever by star trek fans or something right yeah
4: which i don't think is accurate <laughs> <Me neither>. no, <laughs> but it's enough. better than five <laughs> yeah it's way better than five than oh,
2: yeah um let's see here jay what about um the ant-man news we got Oh, yeah, so
4: Ant Man has been kind of oddly pushed up four months from its original release date, which I thought was kind of odd because, you know, they're like, well, that's kind of a blessing because Bond 24 was coming out, I think, the same week. Um, but now it's basically going to be going into the third week of Batman and Superman's opening. So, you know, uh it got pushed back from uh originally set for November 6, 2015, and now it's going to be July 20 July 30 31st, 1st,
2: 2015. 2 weeks after Batman versus Superman.
4: Yeah, that oh. seems kind of rough. Ouch, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, mean, I don't know if they're just that confident. I, you know, it seems like a weird move, you know. I'd rather have it go against Bond than than Batman
2: Superman for crying well, out loud. I, Disney has to space their movies um, Disney does have a bunch of movies out that year um, you know th- th- they were talking about you know uh, Pirates of the Caribbean was supposed to come out that summer now right. that has been shifted to 2016 okay so they've moved that one out of the summer
4: yeah um,
2: I also think this could be more proof that they plan on pushing Star Wars Episode 7 to December as rumored
4: Okay. Ugh. Yeah, I guess you're right. Because it just seemed, yeah, it just seemed like he was putting himself in more of a position, it's up, too, up against more competition.
2: It's too much of a jam-packed summer for right. for Disney and for movies in general. I mean, you've got Age of Ultron coming out first, Batman versus Superman. You've got Jurassic Park four, um, you know, and then they were talking about Star Wars Episode Seven and Pirates of the Caribbean. All, all, it's just, it's too much.
0: Yeah, you, you're
1: to d- you Part you, four now.
2: Star Wars Episode Seven is going to make money no matter what month it's in. They could have, oh, yeah. they could have it in
1: March or April, and it would still do fine. Makes me sad if it's not going to have its traditional May opening, though. You know.
2: Uh, maybe something different will be cool. I don't know. I, I kind of I, I agree with you. And being here in uh, Central Illinois, usually during December, it's a little too cold to wait outside to see the premiere. Yeah. So most definitely. But I think that has a lot to do with it. Disney's just got way too many many movies that were coming out that summer. Yeah, that makes sense. So, but it doesn't. It's just kind of weird that like. You've got Age of Ultron coming out. Th- those are the only two movies that year. So you've got Age of Ultron coming out in May. Two months later, you've got Ant Man, and then you're done for the year. You've got to wait. Yeah. You've got to wait until the next year and, uh, for unannounced movies. Yeah, that's weird. It is weird. You know, huh. I think Marvel would be better at spreading those out for for the fans. Like, oh, okay, here's your summer release. Now here's one in the fall. Now you've only got to wait six more months for a Marvel movie.
4: Yeah, I mean, and this isn't even supposed to be connected to like Avengers. Like, this is a standalone Ant Man film from everything uh, Edgar Wright's been saying. So, what's the big deal? What's why would you put it in that? I don't, I don't get why it's coming out at that point anyway. Right? Just do Avengers two and be done with it. Why, why throw an Ant Man if it's not even connected? I don't, I don't get it.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a bizarre move. I don't know. Yeah. Um did you guys have any more news? Uh
4: let me see, let me see. Nah I mean nothing major, I don't think, for Marvel or anything. Yeah, I think I'm I think I got
2: everything done too.
4: Um oh well I mean this is just a kind of a throw throw in there. Uh Thor Dark World's Alan Tay- Taylor's looks look set to helm Terminator reboot. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Which, I don't, you know, I, I haven't seen him do anything futuristic yet, so I, I don't really know how to weigh in on that. <laughs> Everything's medieval with that guy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but Terminator 5, are they calling it Terminator 5, or is it a complete reboot, like we were talking about?
4: Um, No, no title yet. No title. Um, they're just really just going with Terminator 5 right now.
2: Yeah. yeah. Did you guys so, hear uh, about did you guys hear FX is planning to do a sequel series to um American not American horror story what the heck am I uh American psycho Really? No. Yeah. Uh it's supposed to be like a follow-up to what happens to Patrick Bateman uh you know 13 years later uh, oh, now Jesus. he's in his 50s <laughs> He's in his 50s but I apparently like what's happened since then. Like, the rumors are that he's going to have a protege under him, underneath him. That he's oh, going man. to, yeah, that he's going to be training underneath him as a, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's a bizarre concept, but
4: that's fucked up. That's like the opposite of Dexter or something, you know?
2: Yeah. If you, yeah. If, but if you're going to have like, I guess if you're going to have this on a network, I don't, FX would be a good network to have it on but i'm thinking more of like you know like this would be like a good Showtime or or yeah. hbo show or something hbo yeah, yeah. you know it'll with,
4: probably be pretty toned down on it, fx absolutely
2: with all yeah. the blood and gore that you saw you know Whew, in american yeah. psycho but uh, yeah that's they're, they're developing it i don't know if it'll be picked up but yeah it's they're they're gonna make a pilot Wow,
4: yeah, that'll be interesting. I don't know if I can watch something like that. That's like one of those movies you watch once, and you're like, "Okay, I got it."
2: Oh, God. <laughs> I have a buddy who's watched that movie like a hundred times.
4: Yeah, see sure. that that would worry me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: I love that movie. Well, right, it's yeah. good. I think it we all en-
2: uh-huh. we all enjoy the part where he's talking about Huey
1: Lewis in the News. It's all yeah, we all funny. Like it.
0: But, yeah,
1: yeah. After he watches that, he watches what Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. His second favorite movie.
0: Yeah.
4: Oh, it's just a good pick me up.
2: Uh, and I'm having a bad day. I need to cheer up. I'm gonna go watch Clockwork Orange. <laughs> <laughs> sit there and drink. Sit there and drink milk and watch Clockwork Orange.
4: Yeah, exactly. Make
2: sure you watch it with those eyeball opener things. <laughs> <that they have. laughs>
4: It's like when you go onto Netflix and it's like funny comedies, and it says Train Spotting. It's like who thought that was funny? Oh, <laughs> was so funny.
2: the only part that was so like mildly did. funny was when he shit in that yes, that uh, and he sh- when he shit in the bed, and he's trying to get yeah. rid of it, and they're like, "Oh no, we'll we'll clean that for you." And they kept pulling at it, and then there was shit everywhere.
4: <laughs> That's the only time where you're like, "Oh," <laughs> <laughs> but it was
2: it was still disgusting. Yeah but yeah that's
4: oh i don't know yeah i don't know if i could watch a whole series of that love the movie love it but one time viewing only
2: <laughs> yeah there's certain movies that i don't need to see tw- uh twice um uh, what are some other movies that i could only see once they just drop- you blow
1: once yeah everyone loves that movie but it was just so fucking sad at the end i, I did not need to see that again
2: that's, that's another fair. one uh, yeah i love that movie though
1: It is good. Uh, When you find out that she wasn't even really there, I'm just like, okay, I can't go do that. Yeah,
2: it's sad. It's really (laughs) sad. Mask. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. Eric Stoltz.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
4: Although I have watched that on more than one occasion just because I'm like, what the fuck? Right.
2: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh man. Uh yeah. I, I dude, I actually read you know that mask is supposed to be like inspired by a true story?
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh yeah. I actually read like I've I found like places on the internet where people that actually knew that uh what's his name? Rocky Dennis. Yeah. They actually knew him and said he was nothing like that. Really? Like yeah, like he like they, they just passed him through school and like he was picked on so much, but like, yeah, he did hang out with like bikers and stuff, but like this one guy was like he he said he was really young and uh he it was on a blog it was like one of like an earlier blog that i i read and this guy apparently had like lived in the same town as rocky dennis and huh. he, and he was writing like yeah you know like the first time you saw him yeah it was a little jarring so like i remember the first time i'd heard rumors about him but i remember the first time i saw him he's like i was younger than him and he was hanging out with some of his friends and um they, they he wrote that He looked at him and then Rocky noticed that he was staring at him. So Rocky and his friends came over and Rocky pushed him to the ground and got on top of him and started screaming and putting his face in his face and freaking him out.
4: Oh my god. <laughs> you know,
2: I don't know why this guy would have to make this up. I mean, he's, yeah, you know, yeah. just vent- some some guy that said he knew him and was venting on the internet and then said, you know, he also said like um, they they really like these details of this sh- like the of his life were really loosely based. Like there was no lo- there was really no love interest at all ever. Yeah. Uh, so so Laura Dern's character didn't even exist, and right. then and then they also he also went on to say something like he wasn't that smart, right? Like he was not that intelligent, and like they, he was basically in like special classes, and it took him extra long to like graduate high school and things like that, or like he never did actually graduate or something like that. So wow, oh, I was like, that's crazy. Like Hollywood can just like make these stories up.
4: Yeah, yeah. It seems like an easy thing to do for them. Yeah,
2: and like like a lot of people said, like the whole Rudy thing was bullshit. Like they never they never laid their jerseys down, right? In like protest of Rudy not being able to play in a game, like that never happened.
4: Which kind of makes me sad.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Yeah, because like that that's like one of the parts in that movie. You're just like, oh my god, you know. At the end, you're wanting to chant Rudy along with them.
4: I don't even like football, and I love that movie.
2: Do you guys know? <laughs> I think
1: sports that w- are way better than sports. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: uh, yeah. I just watched Forty Two with uh, Chadwick Boseman, uh, the Jackie Robinson movie. That was really oh good. cool. Oh, nice. really I want to see that. Definitely yeah, check sure. it out. Harrison Ford is so good in that movie. I bet yeah. he is fantastic in that movie. It, it's probably his best performance I've seen in years. Shit, it's he's really good. Wow. Yeah,
4: I'll check that out. I've been wanting to for sure.
1: Right. Oh, man, I was going to say something. I lost my train of thought. I got a question for you, Brian. Yeah, what's up? How did the uh, 3D cover hunting go for you today?
2: (laughs) Uh, Dude, uh, so today I was wanting to get at least three covers. I wanted to get Harley Quinn, uh, Court of Owls, because Court of Owls is uh, being written by uh, Tinian, who's also doing Talon, and it's—I—I I, yes. I, I hear it's like a Talon tie-in in some ways, kinda, yeah. kinda. So I have to collect everything Tinian and Talon related because I love Talon, um, and so—and uh, then I had to get the Riddler book because it's written by Snyder, and of course it's going to be awesome. Right. Um, so uh, went to uh, local comic shop, um, called everybody. But I went to the local comic shop. I was able to get uh, Court of Owls and the Riddler. Uh, the elusive Harley Quinn got away from me.
0: So. Yeah,
4: it, it was it was pretty cool. I, I you know I had a couple at my store. Of course, I think Jake got both of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, I love. I'm loving those covers. I really am. Like as far as like the kid in me you know the kid in me really wants to have all of them but uh unfortunately they're they're pretty hard to come
1: by as we're seeing so yeah, yeah. the mr freeze yeah. came out this week also it's not the best book but the cover is also very sharp
2: yeah, yeah. i didn't get I, to see
1: that one i uh
4: i actually really enjoyed the solomon grundy one um i, don't I heard if that's one of the
2: harder down. ones to come by i heard it like with uh the the comic shop i went to they said they, they were shorted on the solomon grundy
4: okay I still got a couple of those if anybody needs them. <laughs> but uh, it was a cool story. It was a really cool take on Solomon Grundy, and I really liked it because it was
2: Earth 2. Hey, Jay, so hold was, on to that. Of his origin. Hold on to that Solomon Grundy for me then.
4: <laughs> oh, I will
2: for sure, yeah. <laughs> I'll get it from you.
4: <laughs> it's, it's awesome, man. All I right. stare at it. Because
2: I did hear it was a good book
4: yeah it was cool very cool i don't i, I that character's always been kind of lame to me but this puts him in a whole new light so very cool that is cool yeah. are, you,
2: are you guys reading anything new that uh you really like or is there something coming out that you were wanting to let everybody know about
4: um no i'm still waiting on my paul pope um that hasn't come yet um, oh ba-
2: uh, battling boy
4: yeah battling yeah. boy still waiting on that um but yeah, just uh, we're we're gonna talk about this later. But X Men Battle of the Atom has been really good. Um, I've been liking Infinity. Infinity Two was really good. Infinity One was just kind of a setup book for anyone that wants to jump on that series. It's a tough one to kind of wrap your head around if you haven't been following New Avengers and Avengers. But um, it's still really cool. It's a really cool sci fi take on all that stuff. So I like those two have mainly. But I what I've been excited
1: about lately. I know um, a couple weeks ago a uh, Once Upon a Time original graphic novel came out from Marvel that I really wish I would have got my hands on. I'm probably going to be looking on Amazon and eBay for that in the next couple weeks.
4: Once Upon a Time?
1: Yeah, the TV show. Marvel did an an original comic book graphic novel. It's not an adaptation. It's actually a flashback that we haven't seen on the show. Oh, okay. It's like a comic story exclusive that the writers did. Wow. Um, Who's doing that? Gosh, I... I am not 100% on that. <laughs>
4: Frank Miller. <laughs> Neil Gaiman. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, let's see here. I've been really... Yeah, what have en- you been reading, Brent? Uh, let's see here. I've been... Re- what, are, what are some books? I've really been enjoying the Red Sonja. Okay. The Gail Simone Red Sonja. Yeah. Love it. It's really good.
4: So is this... I mean, this, what is it, like, number issue two or issue three right now? Like two
2: came like out, three, uh, I think three actually just came out, I just haven't read three yet.
4: So is this, like, a whole new story for her, or is this based on what, because there's, there's a ton of Red Sonja books.
2: Yeah, it's not, a, it's, uh, it's not a reboot, but it does go into, like, her origin. Oh, um, cool. And, uh, and it's not just her, like, you know, alone and doing, like, solo, uh, you know, uh, adventures. It's, it's actually her, and she's working with a group right now. Oh, wow. Um, but uh, you actually, at the end of uh, issue two, I mean, she, uh, she meets her match, and she basically is in defeat and dying. So wow. it's something you'll definitely want to pick up. You see her really vulnerable. It's very cool. So who's, who's writing and drawing this, you said? Gail Simone is writing it. Um, I'm not cool. sure who's doing the art, but Gail Simone's doing the writing, and she's doing a fantastic job. Wow.
4: She's
1: always great. Yeah. What a good pick for her, yeah. Yeah, Jay, that once book is being written by the actual writers of the show. Oh, okay, cool. Um, Daniel T. Thompson, and then it has five different artists. Okay. Um, I'm not going to butcher these five people's names, so just look into it. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's awesome. But yeah,
4: I've been meaning to get that Red Sonja, man. I, I, I have issue one and two at the store, and I keep looking at them. I yeah. haven't like – I didn't want to spoil it for myself unless I was going to get into it. So I'm, I'm glad you said that. I'm definitely going to check it out now.
2: Um, another thing I wanted to mention is I've, I've been reading Valiant's Quantum and Woody, and that is yes. funny. It's a funny book. It's hilarious. If you want like a like two superheroes that shouldn't be superheroes that are just <laughs> you know basically one is a complete fuck up and the other one is a I don't know the one the other one's more uh, more responsible but together they're just two complete they're the two worst superheroes ever. <laughs> but it makes for the fu- for one of the funniest books I've ever read. It's it's one of the only books that I read that I laugh out loud at. Wow. Now so that's
1: uh, Fred Van Linty.
2: Yes, and He's it's great. and Ming Doyle is going to start doing the next uh, the art for the
1: next story arc. Have you have Brian? Have you ever uh, heard of Action Philosophers? No, I haven't. It's an original graphic novel that Fred Van Linty did where he explains all the different philosophies in comic book form. Oh, okay. And they're all superheroes and villains and everything. It's really really good. That's awesome.
2: Uh, how
4: how far is uh how how what like what is Quantum and Woody on right now? I believe like
2: they issue- just came out with issue three.
4: Oh, awesome, cool. Um,
2: and then let's see here. Uh of course Rat Queens comes out in two weeks, uh yes. September twenty-fifth, Curtis Weeb, uh Rock Up Church's book, Rat Queens, definitely check that out. If there's one book that you need to start reading uh after Saga, it's Rat Queens.
1: Oh yes. Fuck yeah. Chad is hooking us all up there. Yeah
2: <laughs> Um, I, would
4: be, I would be personally offended if people didn't start. At least give this a shot. Check yeah. it out. Yeah. I would be pretty sad if you didn't because you're missing out on something really cool.
2: Well, people are always like, man, I wish I would have got on the jump when right. this book came out because now it's out and you know now I can't get issue one or whatever or I got to right. wait till it comes out in trade or there's too many issues and I can't get caught up. Rat Queen's number one is coming out September 25th. We've read a we've read issue number one, um, and it is fantastic. Yes. So you need to get on the jump. You need to get out there, and you need to buy that issue. It's only two. It's only three. It's three
1: fifty. Yeah, and hell, even if there's not a comic shop around, buy it digitally. Buy it digitally. Absolutely. It, You're going to be kicking yourself, and we would
4: kick you if we saw you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, Batman sixty six is fun. It's uh. It's uh, the Adam West Batman in comic book form with Burt yeah. Ward in comic book as Robin. Um, the first, uh, first, I've read the first issue. It was him and the Riddler, and it was a lot of fun. I uh, haven't read issue two yet, but uh, it's one that I think I'm going to keep getting every month. It's a lot of fun.
1: Did, um, did you guys get Batman Black and White last week? Yes. I did not. Uh, that is a gorgeous book. Yeah, um, I, I have yet to read it. But yeah, one of the best anthology books I've read in a long time. Five really great artists. Uh, Chris Somney's one of them. Um, Sean Phillips is another one. And everyone really caters to the fact that the book is going to be in black and white. And it, it's a marvel to look at. I mean, just a gorgeous book. I love Chris Somney. He kills it in this bat. It's cool to see him do Batman and all the villains and everything.
4: Yeah, Batman Black and White doesn't happen enough, in my opinion. Yeah, I was sad that it
1: wasn't an ongoing. I I believe it's a six-issue mini. At first, I thought this was going to be a monthly anthology book, and I was very excited. But I'll take six issues and a nice trade at the end of the day. Fuck
2: yeah. Yeah, anything. I'm reading a uh, really weird book by Simon Spurrier and art by Jeff Stokely. It's called Six-Gun Gorilla. Hmm. And, yeah I saw uh, you posted a picture of that on uh Facebook right right It okay. is a bizarre book i don't know how I can explain it um I don't know if you want to s- basically there are people that if okay let's say if you are suicidal instead of you just killing yourself, you can basically donate yourself to reality t v oh my god <laughs> go in- <laughs> yeah you can go into war um And you're wearing a camera and, um, basically people will see you die on, it's so weird. (laughs) (laughs) People will see you die on reality TV. Well, can I gamble on that? I don't, I don't know like all the, all the things that you can do, Jake. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. Um, it's a weird question. Caught me off guard. Um, but from you, that makes sense. Jake, the gambler. Um, but, um, he comes across a talking gorilla with a, uh, a six-shooter. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> you guys have to read it. it, it I, I'm not making this book sound like it makes any sense. It, I'm
4: loving it so far, but I'm totally lost. It's,
2: it's pretty awesome. It's pretty wow. awesome. Okay. Well, he doesn't die. Uh, he ends up getting rescued by a six-gun gorilla Okay. who reminds me of Clint Eastwood. In in a (laughs) in a gorilla's
1: body. Do you read him in that voice when you read his dialogue?
2: (laughs) I do. And then (laughs) there's a point, there's a part in issue two. It's only on issue three came out recently, but there's a part in issue two where he is actually riding the gorilla. Oh God. And there's (laughs) it's 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 just it's an awesome book. Um, sounds cool, yeah. It's very cool. It's a six-issue miniseries from Boom Studios called Six Gun Gorilla. Um, I'm hoping that after six issues, um, they decide to make more of these. I hope it becomes an ongoing, even though my wallet doesn't. It's really, really, really fun.
4: Yeah, that sounds cool. Even though it's crazy, it which is, I like. I like crazy, so don't get me wrong. I like crazy. It it's sounds fun.
2: totally crazy, but yeah. uh, the first and second issue uh, are really good. Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe I think next show we should probably talk a little be- because we are going to do um, meet the leftovers next show. Yeah, that is going to happen. But I think next show we definitely need to talk. I- I'm going to be- I'm going to read it. But I think we should talk about uh, the Star Wars, the the George Lucas. Yes. Oh, yeah.
4: definitely. Yes, I could hug you right
2: now. Um. <laughs> but I-, I think that needs to be something that we talk about before we do the meet the leftovers because. The Star Wars came out. It's a comic book. Uh, It's based on the original rough draft of Star Wars uh, back when it was uh, Anakin. Was it Luke Starkiller? Yes. Yeah, he was called Luke Starkiller. Um, And different characters weren't who they are that we know in the actual film. So this is based on George Lucas's first rough draft of Star Wars, and it was called The Star Wars. And so... I guess somebody got a hold of the rough draft, gave it to Dark Horse. Dark Horse made it into a comic. So now we're going to get to see the Star Wars, his original vision, played out in a comic book.
0: Yeah.
4: This is one of those things that's hard to talk about <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> without giving away how I feel about it. Okay. But I, I'm very excited. I think we should definitely talk
1: about this next week.
2: We sure. will. I'm getting a copy. I'll have my copy here Friday or
1: Saturday. and so Okay. I'll, I'll read I'm pretty it. sure Jay is tossing it.
4: <laughs> yeah, I oh, I uh yeah, I'm really holding myself back here guys. So, yes, next week stay tuned for that for sure people.
2: And in an earlier comic book review, Jay reviewed the book The Bounce, and I said I didn't like it, and I said also said that I really didn't get a chance to read it. I was skimming through it really fast. Well, I have since had a chance to go back and read The Bounce. Um and I love this book. Yeah. I've read uh, <laughs> Bounce 1, 2, and 3, and I am loving it. So, yeah, it's it's totally Peter Parker if Peter Parker was, like, a stoner. And And yeah. uh, it's awesome. It's really good.
4: It would be a really cool kind of TV show, too, because even though he's kind of fantastical like Peter Parker, like, in ways he's kind of, like, kick-ass. He's kind of this inexperienced crime fighter that – doesn't really know what he's doing, you know, but all these weird elements also on top of that, it's not a simple story at all. So
2: many twists and turns and (laughs) people in his life that he thought he knew, he's finding out new things about them. He's he's meeting people again from his past that in ways that'll blow your mind. (laughs) Yeah yeah this so. is
4: a superhero comic for people that want to be superheroes in my opinion yeah
2: <laughs> this is uh it's written by joe casey yes and it's called the bounce yeah definitely check it out um only three issues four issues out so far yep. um and uh, i'm sure they'll be coming out with the trade soon uh so definitely check that out i'm having a lot of fun with it jay so thank you for uh you know suggesting that book and i'm glad i gave it a second chance
4: Oh yeah, thanks. Thanks so. for checking it out again.
2: Oh, we didn't even explain why Dan's not here.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Dan's been here the whole fucking time, actually.
1: Fucking comic book geeks.
4: <laughs> he just didn't want to say anything. <laughs>
0: oh,
4: yeah, God. why is Dan not here? Oh, Dan
2: couldn't make it tonight. Yeah, he had a fucking prior
4: commitment geeks. tonight. <laughs> we do miss him geeks. again. Listen, listen, listen. Fucking comic book geeks. Oh, there he is. There he is. <laughs> Hi, Dan. Hey, Dan.
2: Uh, I can turn the volume up. There we go. Fucking comic book geeks. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do Dan. Uh,
4: we definitely don't curse on this show, so. <laughs> so,
2: no Dan tonight.
4: Oh, uh, sorry. Well, Sorry, Dan fans.
2: Yeah, sorry to the Dan fans. <laughs> <laughs> we call them the Dan's. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, next week we're definitely going to do our uh, Meet the Leftovers. Uh, probably have a Battle of the Atom review. Yes. Yeah, I want to do that. Definitely we'll do the Battle of the Atom review. Uh, give me a chance to read X-Men 5, too, which was like the third third issue yes. in that series. So, um, yeah, we'll talk about that. And uh, I don't know. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to leave the uh, our uh, listening audience with? No, <laughs> Don't. not unless they want to hear me pee. <laughs> Don't do drugs.
1: I got to go, guys. <laughs> Don't do
2: drugs. Yeah, guys, come on. Unless they're really good ones. <laughs> and
1: you get them for the low. Oh, <laughs>
2: uh, gosh. All right. Hey, oh, hey, I um. there were some crows outside of my house the other day, and they were crowing like crazy, dude. You guys, I recorded them. Hold on. Let me see. I'm going to play them. Hold on, let's see if you guys can hear this. Uh, can you hear that? Yes. Hold on. Here they are again. <laughs> I just thought I'd play that.
3: <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> what the? Fuck?
1: I was on the edge of my seat.
2: I don't know what you guys are expecting at the end of there. If it was going to be, like, I don't know, like, heckle and Jekyll at the end.
1: I was waiting for a Nick Cage quote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was I was waiting for
4: something else, but that's
2: fine. No, I should play that every time, like, we're wrong about a prediction or something.
4: That's that's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, I'll like, eat,
2: eat, eat crow.
4: Eat crow, and yes. And then we'll
2: play that, yeah.
4: We will be humble if we fuck up,
2: for yeah. sure. We'll eat humble pie. Boy, yeah, but boy.
4: don't fucking piss us off.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, dude. Like, I guarantee, like, every... Okay, okay, if Ben Affleck is, like, the fucking shit in Batman versus Superman, every motherfucker is going to get on our page and be like, Dude, I knew he was going to be awesome. I knew you motherfuckers are wrong. Blah, 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 blah. You guys are idiots, you know? Right.
1: That's too far. You guys never saw Argo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, we saw Argo. I did
4: yes, uh, I, I didn't see Bruce Wayne in that, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, okay, I mean, if he does great, he does great. But I don't think like, gosh, I think I think what it's, it's the media telling us what to think, and like everybody, exactly. everybody, everybody. Like after like, okay, everybody's first initial reaction was like, oh fuck, this is gonna suck, and then like the media, like every outlet of the media was like why ben affleck could make a great batman and yeah. they,
3: five good reasons why ben affleck <laughs>
2: could make a great batman why
1: you're wrong about ben affleck yeah. it, ten it, reasons it, why what? everyone is wrong about ben affleck
2: <laughs> exactly and like okay we get it you're parts of the media you don't want to piss him off because you want to get an interview with him later on down exactly. the road
4: Exactly.
1: yes
2: but you know what we're not we're real people and i'm just gonna tell you like it is dude has made some shitty movies and i'm worried about him being <laughs> batman
1: yeah. yeah, fuck yeah. Are by nobody. Fuck yeah. Ben Affleck. It hurt my fucking eternal soul. Okay, dude, it's not like
2: I live with that. <laughs> it's not like I. It's not like I hate the dude. I I enjoy him in some of his movies. Yes, but I do too. I just can't see him as Batman. So get over it. You know, it's like, come on. Yeah. Uh, I can every see it.
4: Week, every week it's like, this is why it works. Why you're wrong? Oh,
2: yeah, this is, yeah, I know. And uh, every week it's like another article, like and they're just trying to calm people down, and like people are just like sheep. Yeah. OK. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: this article said that he could do this and this and this, and they said to remember Argo, so right. There's our bumper sticker, remember Argo, so now it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. He did Argo.
1: <laughs> Argo. Batman. Argo yeah. equals Batman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, people are like wrestling fans. They tell them to boo for this guy that week, they will. Tell him to cheer for that guy next week, they will. Yeah,
2: exactly. Right. And then, you know, I mean, then Whedon comes out and says, hey, he's going to be great. Patton Oswald comes out and says, oh, he's going to be fine. And
4: Thanks, Patton.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, seriously. I, nobody with, like, any so called nerd cred in the, the public eye, except for Will Whedon is actually going to come out and speak the truth. Yeah. So, you know, come on. Whatever.
4: It does seem kind of shoved down your throat, as Bill Hicks would have said. Shoved down your throat, corporate bullshit. Yeah.
2: (laughs) And then people are just drinking the fucking Kool-Aid, so... Right. But hey, until Ben Affleck can prove me different, I'm going to I'm going to think that it's going to be a tough task for him. So, that's just, you know, me being real. I mean, right. I'm not going to sit here and be like, "Okay, I'm going to give you uh, 10 good reasons why Ben Affleck will make a wonderful Batman." <laughs> you know, I get, honestly, I gave 2, and that right. th- they were hard to come by, guys.
4: Yeah. Yeah, we all have we, – we will all accept the fact if it does work out well. I'll be overjoyed. Yeah, but
2: and I'll get on here and I'll say I was wrong.
4: Yeah, exactly. I'll have no, no problem. Play,
2: play the crow noise. Yeah.
4: <laughs> In the archives.
2: <laughs> but you know what? Yeah, it's not and, – and, and, you know, that's the thing. It's like, okay, we – okay, you guys – you listen to us, some of you listen to us every week, and like, okay, what's like, at first you like really like us, it's like any relationship, sometimes you really like us, but as you listen to us each and every week you get more comfortable with us, and sometimes we're going to say the same things over and over again, and these are things like, that you don't agree with, and you're going to be like oh man, I hate it when he brings up days of future past, because I know he doesn't like it, but I like it, and that, gosh listen, our Opinions on these movies are not the end all be all of these movies. You have every right to like the movies that you like.
3: Yeah, for and, sure.
2: And you know what? And I'm not going to hold it against you. And yeah. and it's like I because I, I I find myself doing it listening to podcasts. And it's like these people start talking about I like a lot of the Marvel events. And like I listen to podcasts and they start. You know, they start bitching about the Marvel events and like how this Marvel event sucks compared to, you know, past Marvel events. And I'm enjoying it. And I'm like, God, here they go again. Here they go again. And I know people are thinking about about us sometimes. Right. Here they go again talking about Days of Future Past and how they don't like it. Here they go again with the Ben Affleck casting. We're sorry. Seriously. I mean, that's just our opinion. You're entitled to your opinion. And we're not trying to take anything away from that. We're all in this together. We want good movies. We want good comics. We want good television shows.
1: Yeah, we're on, we're on Facebook and Twitter. Tell us why we're wrong.
2: Yeah, just yeah, and back it up. I mean, you know, we we try to <laughs> we try to back ourselves up with facts and or at least you know good opinions. And, and we do have smart. We do have a lot of smart uh, listeners on Facebook. Oh yeah, a lot of smart listeners. Um, and so, um. Oh, I'm supposed to shout out. I'm supposed to shout out uh, Darcy Peck, one of our listeners. I'm supposed to shout her out. So thank you, Darcy, for listening to the show. Uh, you and Andrew are awesome. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Thanks. For sure. You guys are awesome. Thanks for listening every week.
3: Loads um, of fun.
2: Yeah, you guys. You guys are great. They they create some really cool pictures, some pop culture leftover pictures and stuff like that for us. Like yeah, they, that's they awesome. did like the bat signal was the pop culture leftovers logo and. And uh, they've done, like, uh, the Joker holding a pop culture leftovers, you know, uh, (laughs) card. And they've done some really cool uh, art for us. So thanks a lot, guys. You guys are awesome listeners, and I'd hate to lose you. So I actually uh, sent a message to Andrew because I hadn't heard from him in a while. I do that with some of the people. I'm like, hey, you okay? Yeah, where are you? (laughs) We haven't seen you in a while. Because, like, I get used to seeing you and seeing your comments, and then it's like, then you take it away from me. (laughs) <laughs> and it hurts. It hurts a little bit. There's like a little little void in my heart. Like, For sure. Like it's I have.
4: Highlight of the week. Yeah, yeah, I
2: haven't heard from Mark Perlow in like two weeks.
4: Yeah, what
2: the fuck, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> we miss you, dude. dude. He, Mark Prillo is awesome. He, he, uh, I, miss his, I miss his. He sends us little e- email messages through Facebook. And, and yeah. uh, Mark's a cool dude. And I miss, I miss hearing from some of these people that we used to hear from. Aaron Claude Miller, haven't heard from you in a while. Where have you been?
3: Yeah, you know, come on, guys, you speak up.
2: Alert- we miss you. We're still here. We're st- we're still <laughs> you better here. Better not be
1: with another podcast. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Don't ma- don't make
2: me go all Ike Turner on you. <laughs> you know, don't make me slap you around and be like, oh, I'm sorry, baby." Allegedly. <laughs> Ike loves you. I'm <laughs> I'm sorry, baby.
4: It is a it's an abusive relationship, but you know what? Deep down, we at our core, we love you.
2: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, I like doing the show when we don't have any technical difficulties. I'll tell you that much. It's a blast. Yeah, it's a blast. blast. All right. I think we're going to wrap this one up. We'll see you guys next week, okay? Yes, indeed.
1: Laters. Later.
3: Comic book geeks.
2: All right. See you next (laughs)
3: week. Fucking comic
4: book geeks. Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. I couldn't do it.
0: Already like 7 million podcasts Talking about pop culture and all that Makes us happy like was picking up the scraps dropped by the cool kids it, it,
1: it's a trap
0: gonna toss it gonna taste it do we love it hey let's face it can erase it let's embrace it tupperware party subculture spill over like a vulture carry over counterculture bush over pop culture and we the uncool kids what's this day's already been said left over yeah. pretty sure that the only talent is the band that say your leftovers podcasts that original originally good have already been done before so we should separate the wheat from the shaft and we're the chaff, the crap even though we're the shit Woo! we're the leftovers picking up the scraps dropped by the poor kids it, it, it's a trap toss it, good and taste it, do we love it? Hey, let's race it, can't it. Let's embrace it, left us embrace it, Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, to culture, burst over. Pop culture, leftover, leftover. and with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftover, you yeah. sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture, leftover. It, taste it, do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't embrace it, let's embrace it. Tupperware party. party. Subculture spill over like a vulture carry over. Counterculture pushovers, pop culture, leftovers. And uncool kids. What's this already been said? Leftover. Sure. The only talent is the band that's singing this pop culture leftovers.
2: Hey, it's Brian from Pop Culture Leftovers. Uh, welcome to uh, Tales from the Comic Shop. Um, I'm on a hunt for the DC 3D lenticular covers. Uh, I go through a subscription service, and they are not getting me the two covers that I want. I wanted the Gorilla Grodd cover, uh, and then the Joker cover. And they got the Joker cover on back order, but it's going to be the regular standard cover. Uh, these are This, this is not going to work. So... Uh, I have the day off, and I went to the first comic shop. They open at ten thirty, so I went there and expecting to like see all the covers because I know this comic shop doesn't like have like tons of people waiting in line Wednesday uh, morning. So I go there and look at the wall, and bam, there is nothing. All they have is the regular standard covers. So now I'm a little worried that I'm gonna have to go on eBay, which I do not want to do. So, right now, I am sitting out in front of the second local comic shop, uh, comic service here in Springfield, Illinois. So, we're, I guess this is just a wait and see. So, I'm going to wait and see what happens here. Uh, they open in about 50 minutes. Uh, hopefully, their subscribers don't get all the issues, and hopefully, I'll be able to snag a couple. So, we'll see. I want to get that Dark Side cover, too. That, that cover looks awesome. Uh, All right, wish me luck.
0: All
2: right, so, uh, went to the final place to get the, um, 3D lenticular covers to see if I could pick them up and score. I got in luck. Um, I got the uh, Deadshot issue from Justice League of America. I got the uh, Justice League uh, Darkseid issue, the Flash Grod issue, the Batman and Robin Two-Face, Batman uh, Detective Comics Poison Ivy cover. I got the Green Lantern Relic cover, which is Actually, really gorgeous. I, the ones that I'm looking at, I, I like a lot. Um, let's see here. I got the uh, Action Comics Cyborg, uh, Cyborg Superman, um, and then I've got the uh, the Batman Joker. That's the main one I wanted. That, Grodd, and Dark Side. So I got the three that I wanted, plus I picked up some extras. Picked up um, The Dark Knight, The Ventriloquist, uh, Justice League Dark, The Creeper. Uh, Superman, Bizarro, and then Earth 2, I got Desad. so, um, yeah, I picked up some of these, just, just some titles I usually don't get, but just some, because the, the covers are beautiful, they're really cool, how l- the layered look that they have to them, I can see why these are kind of a big deal right now, the only two I didn't really, I didn't get were the, uh, um, forever evil number one in 3d lenticular i guess everybody was shorted um the the place that i did get all these covers from only had one and that was already spoken for unfortunately um and then um, the other one i didn't get was the green arrow the the green arrow book um but you know i'm happy with what i got i don't know if i'm going to do this again next week uh, but I think I will do it with some of the Batman titles, and then also with the Flash titles that I'm picking up regularly. So, I mean, I'm not going to do it with like the, you know, some of the other titles. But th- this was fun. Um, and uh, so, finally, success, awesome! I got the covers that I wanted. I'm happy. All right, that's the end of, I guess, this installment, first installment, maybe only installment of uh, what is it, Tales from the Comic Shop? Yeah, that's what I called it. All right, hey, uh, see you guys next week. Bye.